Welcome to the IFNZ Podcast, home of the baked potato. You like what you hear? Check us out on our website, ifnzpodcast.com. As well as our Facebook page, facebook.com slash ifnzpodcast. Please be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review for the show. It really helps us out. And as always, enjoy the show again. I, I don't know. When it's a nice day, maybe it's summer, maybe a holiday, maybe fourth of July. Podcast episode IFNZ seventy six. What? That's how we're doing it. That was a lot of misdirections. <laughs> we're all part of the great misdirection. Yep. Um, it's seventy six. It is. It's a hard word to say. Uh huh. That's what uh, you said. But we're saying it. Seventy six. Seventy six. It's like your tongue is going one direction, and then you got to flip it backwards again. Seventy six. Like, yeah, it's like seventy. Six. I don't, and you fly backwards. I don't get that. No, nope. doesn't make any sense. Maybe my tongue doesn't work the same way as yours. Well, let me tell you something else that doesn't make any sense. Oh, okay. In the news recently, yep. there was a man uh-huh. who requested to have a sword fight with his wife, uh, but then also optioned to have the lawyer of his wife stand in. Um, he requested this formally uh, with his with the judge that was presiding over his divorce. Okay. Um, this is based on the fact that there is a federal law that's still in place. That you are allowed, per a judge's discretion, to resolve uh, disputes in the field of battle legally. So it's almost like whenever you would old-timey, like, yeah. back-to-back, walk-away, ten-paces kind of shit. I guess it's still in the books. Wow. Like, they never have taken it out, so this guy's like... Is that work for any, like, law, legal dispute kind of thing? I hope so. Uh, But the judge has to grant it, so that's where things get a little shady. Mm. The best part about this, though, is he asked for a 12-week delay, though, so that he could order in samurai swords. (laughs) The best part about this is the judge said yes. (laughs) That would have been amazing. it's going to happen, televised. (laughs) (laughs) MMA style. (laughs) In a cage. He said, this is what I want to do. And he's like, but I need 12-week delay on this ruling so that we could get the samurai swords in. (laughs) I gotta order these swords. I think wow. he just wanted the swords in. Uh, essentially, this is uh, the, it's it's all uh, in fun and game because he's uh, he said if the lawyer that is uh, I guess his wife's lawyer uh-huh. is going to be as ridiculous as he has been about the request for their settlement on the divorce, then he's just going to uh, come back with ridiculous requests like let's have a sword fight. Yeah, that's that's fucking great. But he did offer that the lawyer could stand in for the wife in the sword fight. Yeah. If, if what a what a gentleman! <laughs> I loved it. It was what, my favorite. What a real fucking cut off the old jib. Is a favorite story I have read in 2020. Wow! Yeah, favorite, already favorite news article. Wow! Stamp it. Bam. You don't think that the the Donald Trump with the dishwasher? No, that dude, he's this, an idiot. This tops it. Yeah, this tops it. Absolutely, wow. absolutely. Did, did the Donald Trump one make it in your top ten? I know. I just top ten articles. I of can't say anything nice about him. Of Donald Trump? No. Or this guy? Either one. The sword fighter? <laughs> no, he's actually creative. Like yeah. the fact that he found that law and was like, "Hey, let's talk about this. This is funny." I'd be, I'd be willing to bet he's not the first person to request it, request it, or see it. But yeah. I'm glad we know about it. <laughs> the uh, the 12 week delay for the samurai swords has got to be my yeah, favorite part it. of it. Yeah. It's like it has to be samurai swords. <laughs> we can't just go to like any fucking pawn shop and find this. Yes. Yes, indeed. Man, what if it really happened? <laughs> You know what I mean? We're going to have to follow up with this guy. Yeah. 
Okay, but you think that, you know, a, a podcast is kind of like he's missing an arm now. But this is kind of like media press, right? Like it is. So in a theory, we could call up someone and request an interview. Yeah, of course. And so we could follow up with the story, uh-huh. and then we could say uh, the uh, the guy just denied our interview. Okay, that works for me. All right, cool. I'm cool uh, with that. What have you been up to? How are things going? What's the, what's the, what's the world of Justin like? Oh, the world of Justin's great. Uh, earlier today, uh, I went to try and see if we could get some couches financed, so we could get some new couches for the house. Word. And uh, I laid on a bed. Uh, at Ashley Furniture, and uh, it, it, it vibrates. And I didn't know that a majority of the beds now on their show floor have massage functions. Wow. Like over half. I'm not even joking. Like over half of the showroom's beds had massage functions, and they also like did the hospital bed, your head and feet decline in different positions yeah. and shit. Yeah. That's uh, crazy. Yeah. They had a, a couple different we laid on uh, that were. Uh, some some of them had more powerful vibration than the Ooh. other. Uh, very very comfy, cozy. It what do you really think that's nice. like for like sexy time? Um, I'll, I'll just go ahead and say it probably adds to it. Adds to the intimacy. I think it's a it's a positive. Yeah, it's not a distraction by any means. No, I mean if anything, the, the lady if she's upon her back in missionary style would probably be even more relaxed. I gotcha. Can you imagine if she was so relaxed she just fell asleep while it was going on? That's usually what happens to me. To you? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Whenever like me and you are doing it. Yeah, when you and I are doing it. Uh, you usually fall asleep on me, mm-hmm. and I assume that I'm doing such a great job that you fell asleep. Um, it's like driving; like you know, you're a good driver whenever you can put somebody to sleep <laughs> while you're on the road. <laughs> you just know you're good at love making. That's, that's yeah. That's what we'll call it. <laughs> love um, making. <laughs> love making. I'm a good driver. Uh, um, what have you been up to? <laughs> well, uh, funny to say about the the massage uh, beds. Uh-oh. Uh, a couple months ago, I, I was shopping for uh, massa- uh, not massage chairs, shopping for chairs for the office. Okay. And uh, and we were shopping around looking for the best deals, you know, and like uh, in mass. For yeah, like I needed to buy like workplace. a dozen of them. I don't know if you meant like at home office or no, the actual at the office, office work. Office. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, looking for like a dozen of them, trying to get it like <laughs> a good price point and whatnot. And uh, found some on Walmart on Wally World's website, and uh, they were perfect price and whatnot. Ordered some in, they were good. Uh, so we ordered a couple more. And on the second batch that we ordered in, they had a USB powered massage thing where you could just like it was a cord that was attached to the chair and you just plugged it into your USB port on your computer and it was a massage chair nice same price as the one that wasn't a massage chair did you get to keep one I, there is one that I sit in currently. I plugged it in once and it was so loud. I was like, this is ridiculous. You can imagine being on the phone with like a business client or something. Just like the whole time. You're just like, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like I'm using a vibrator back there. Like, <laughs> How many do you need to order? <laughs> so, yeah, that's a little ridiculous. That's awesome. Um, so, yeah, a lot of things happening. Um, I've had some life-changing events recently, actually. Okay. Um, one of which, you want me to tell you about, you want me to tell you about them? Yes. You, you want me to tell you? No. Okay. Yes. So, uh, one, I'm going to set the scenery here. I, personally, 
love Gardettos. I love sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I was uh, recently looking for a, uh, a stand for my, my floor monitor. I got a new little floor monitor on Black Friday. You may have been with me. Um, no, you weren't. We no, didn't. not no. there in that point. I went time. up to St. Louis. You weren't there with me. I was not in St. Um, Louis with you. But I uh, went to Guitar Center. They had a $50 uh, little, uh, like a 8-inch, 10-inch, uh, something like that, little speaker floor monitor. And I was like, that would be great. Um, and it is pretty good. It's kind of, I think we got all the kinks worked out of the quality of it. Uh, it's smaller, so it doesn't have the same volume quality. But that's not what we're talking about here. Um it's not. It was actually uh, billed as a karaoke thing. It came with a little microphone and whatnot. But it, you know, I can run sound through it. Speaker, speaker. Um, but it doesn't have a kickback on it. So I needed a what they typically use for like little combo amps. They've got like a, a, a it sits on the floor and it kind of kicks back yeah. for speakers to sit on. So it points at your face. Um, so I got on the website for Guitar Center. I was like, yeah, hey, I wonder if these guys have this stuff. Um, Shopped around, knew what I kind of wanted, knew price point is like 30 bucks. Um, and it said Guitar Center had them in stock in the one in Belleville. So I drove to Belleville. I actually went to a couple of guitar stores around here trying to promote local, but nobody has that kind of uh, stuff. So I didn't get it. Um, so went up to Belleville to get this thing. They didn't have it in stock. And I got so angry. I don't get, I don't have like a big temper, but yeah. sometimes I get a temper. Yeah. I got so angry. I bought a year of Amazon Prime and <laughs> and said fuck retailers. Wow. And um, you and, bought it from an online retailer. And I got it from Amazon. Yeah. Like I'd fuck brick and mortar. Um, and uh, and just, yeah, I got it, had it there by Monday. <laughs> like, nice. <laughs> and so I, I'm kind of, I'm running into a big issue and I'm giving brick and mortar retail all of the chances that they can take, but brick and mortar retail is dying and we all know that. Oh yeah. But it's very apparent that it's not the brick and mortar retail. Online retail is not killing brick and mortar. Brick and mortar is killing itself by yeah. having shitty customer service and that's really it. Like it's just the customer service is so bad yeah. that why do I want to pay more and drive to someone to get something with somebody no, with a shitty like attitude. like an hour and a half drive for you, essentially. Yeah. yeah. And, and even, and not even that, like I'm talking about even in my hometown, like, sure. Just like I can, like, why do I have to tell you three times that I want to order something to get it to your shop when I can just go to Amazon and have it here in two days? And it's not, and I would gladly pay the retailer, but the customer service is so bad and they're so put out by helping you. That fuck you don't have a job. I tell you what place I went to today that has excellent customer service. That is Quattro's Deep Pan Pizza <laughs> in Carbondale, <laughs> Illinois. Uh, we went there today and we got us a delicious pepperoni pizza. Uh, no, it was the it was like a meat. Uh, it was like it had like four or five different meats on okay. it. Okay, whatever it was, it's it was like, like a, a specialty a meat pizza. pizza. Yeah, like a pizza. Uh -huh. um, Need extravaganza pizza, yeah. whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, we got there immediately as soon as we were sitting down. The waitress was like, "Oh, do you want me to get you some like like some croutons or some cheese or anything like that for for your daughter to snack on?" We were like, "Yeah, that sounds awesome." And they got us like that. They got Betty. Uh, they a have couple. great shredded cheese too. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. And great croutons. The croutons are awesome. <laughs> uh, 
I, I sampled both uh, before she had some. I was just like, I need to make sure it's not poison. <laughs> before the uh, slobbers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we, uh, it, was a, it was a good experience. The, the owner was there at that point in time yeah. as well, and he came out and talked to us and, and was complimenting on, on Betty as well, saying that like, she was really like cute. like a nice child. Yeah, he, 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 he even said that, like, uh, he said he was waiting on, he said if we come back you know, like sometime in the next week or two or something, he was actually ordering new shirts and stuff that you can buy from him and whatever. Yeah. And he was going to give us a onesie for oh. her to have, uh, if we, if we wanted one and we were like, yeah, of course. So he said like, next time we come in, we'll just, we can get one nice if we want to, which was just super nice of him. Didn't have to do any of that Absolutely. kind of shit. But, uh, yeah, super great Christmas service. They were like really attentive. It was cool that the owner actually came around and talked yeah. to us and stuff. And that doesn't happen too often. Let's pump up, uh, kind of pizza places in Carbondale. Uh, I recently had a, a positive run in with the owner of Italian village. Ivy's yeah. 60 years strong. I came into, uh, to my place of work and he said, uh, he's like, do you want a free pizza, a free pasta? And I was like, yeah, I'll take that. And he gave me a little, a little card and he was like, here. And he gave it to like, everybody ran into at work. He was just like, there's like little cards that have like free pizza, one free pizza, one free pasta. Nice. It was just like, come in, share the stuff online, whatever. Like people are, food's good. Usually food is good. Generally, usually like restaurants for the most part. Yeah. For the most part are good. I will say bigger chains have a tendency to kind oh, of yeah. fall off on that. So your local business yeah. brick and mortar. I will say like we've had last week alone, we went to Nukahala twice. Yeah. That's so fucking good. It's the best yeah. Chinese food around. Um, but I, I love it. And, and I like William, the guy that owns it and everything that they're all super nice, great yeah. people there too. But obviously you can tell like your, your local businesses and stuff like that care because that's their livelihood. It's yeah. if it was a bigger place, like a McDonald's, or yeah. your Burger Kings or whatever you may be, then you start getting that kind of an issue where you have people that just kind of fall yeah. off and don't care. I'm working a minimal wage job. It didn't mm -hmm. take me very much time or difficulty to get into this place of work yeah. kind of a thing. Yeah. But retail is just kind of sucking. Yeah. And mostly chains. But I, the local businesses were kind of pissing me off that day, too. Wow. You never know. Uh, other thing, other life-changing event in my life. Oh. Um, so I also... You're a woman now. I know. Stop it. Um, uh, so I, I also uh, went and I've been working towards getting my comic books organized differently. Okay. Um, I've been saving up. Want to get me a, a, a legal size filing cabinet because I found out that a legal filing cabinet, you can put a divider down the middle of it and it works perfectly for uh, two wide comic books mm -hmm. uh, like that. And uh, I've got a giant big old thing in my office currently. Mm -hmm. um, and that's where all my comic books are. And it takes up a lot of space. It's real ugly. Um, <laughs> and so I don't want that anymore. I want something different. Um, I've had this plan for about a year and a half. Um, I finally pulled the trigger on the plan, got the new filing cabinet in, got the old thing out. You'll never see it because you hadn't been there yet, so you never nope. got to see it. Uh, so you only get to see the positive good thing, and that's a that's good, good thing. Um, so I've been working on that. When I explained to a coworker, this is what I'm doing. Um, and I'll show you a, a picture. So that's kind of what uh, it will look like. I do like that. And there's five drawers of that. And it's just a nice library. It's very of comic nifty. Books. I yeah. always wondered, like, as far as like a hobbyist goes, what it would be like to have a room that you can dedicate. Because I've watched some videos not too long ago of uh, these guys that uh, this guy that it's just one guy. He has uh, two rooms in his house that are dedicated specifically to his uh, collections. And he collects uh, figures. 
yeah. figurines, like oh, like just big ones, small ones, all kinds of different that ones. figures. They're all kinds that are correlated to like comics, uh, yeah. comic book characters, movie characters, whatever it may be that he's just generally interested in. Um, like there was like a huge bust of like uh, the alien and stuff in one of um, classic Universal monsters, but it was like. It looked like a miniature museum, these two full rooms that were massive connected together. And it was like just he bought this house specifically so he could have four rooms, one of which was his bedroom, one of which is his office. And these other two rooms that were bedrooms that are like kind of connected together were specifically for this collection. Nice. And he said he even had so much that he had some stored in his garage still. And he had some pieces that he had to store in like his kitchen. Like he had some yeah. that was like on the centerpiece and the table and stuff in the kitchen and everything, too, which I thought was cool. But yeah. I was like, I wonder what it would be like to have a collection massive enough that necessitated you having like just a room a room that is literally this yeah. and I felt like out of anybody you probably had enough comics at one point in time maybe even still currently that you could probably have a room that would be like that my if collection's you to. the biggest it's ever been um, but it'll be it'll be nice and pretty and confined um, and I actually I do have shelves that I, I've purchased that I will put up above it and it will hold on my figurines and different things above okay, I will tell you I absolutely like low-key idolize that about you your organization skills and like how much of a minimalist you can be at times i fucking adore it <laughs> that is like something that i wish i could do and get that get on that level of more so than anything let me tell you about where my anal retentive organization went with this project so i'm here to tell you about a, an app that has been that our uh, our episode is sponsored by this week. Okay, no, not really. But uh, I thought it was sponsored by Quattro's Deep Pan Pizza. It is Carbondale, sponsored by Illinois Quattro's and CL, Village. CLZ Comics is the name of the app. <laughs> so uh, collectors with a Z is a is a is a uh, thing of uh, shut up a, train. <laughs> is a thing of apps. Uh, you can get a bunch of apps. They run whatever. Uh, but comics is specifically for comics. CLZ CLZ Comics is what this is called. Um, and so. So I highly recommend collectors uh, for now that I've I've actually been in it and involved with it. Once I I told one of my coworkers about what I was doing, and he was like, "Oh, are you gonna uh, log all your books, or do you have them logged or anything?" I was like, "No, I don't." But that's a great idea. And then I was super cussing the dude um, about three hours into this. I have started to log every one of my comics that I have, mm-hmm. and it's super easy to like scan them, like it's barcode scan. Yeah. Um, or like a lot of my stuff's back and board, and the barcodes are on the back, so. I got I can type them in and whatever, but I have all of my comics. I've started to, I'm, I'm about through, I think the, the C's officially hundred percent. Um, I currently have 548 comics logged in here. Um, and I am nowhere close to being beginning. I thought I had like maybe did a thousand Did you start this books. on the iPhone or did you start this on your, I just started this week because it says that even as it backed up since this app is uh, available on, uh, iOS and Android, you can yes. back it up to the CLZ cloud. That's why I did this so that I could switch. Back anywhere. and forth, and I can actually download into a CSV file so that because you actually have to, it's $15 a year for this, but it's well worth the price. If you're a comic book collector, $15 to be able to have this amount of access to information and database is amazing, especially if you're a con goer because it's got like you can put a wish list on here, and then I know like what I'm looking for to complete my go. collections, yeah. and I don't That's double smart. buy. Like, that's a big thing. Like, when I'm at cons, like, I either don't buy and get a good deal on something. Do they have, like, a CLZ that's for movies? Yes. 
Is it the same company? It's as well, the same or? company. It's they got a movies, oh, books, okay. music. I see that now. Uh, and games. games. Oh God. Yeah. And you like I've got one built for. Um, and you really only need you only need the one. Yeah. If you because you're not going to use they have a, a desktop. Uh, version that you can pay for, or you can just use the cloud. I was going to say, I was like, why I'm going to need to use this and have it on my phone to be mobile with it in the first place. I have, because they have it like for books. So I imagine for games, it'd be, have you played it or have you not, or have you beat it or whatever. But you can also build separate databases of, have I played it and I don't own it? Because I've got like things I read that I haven't, uh, that I don't own. So like if I read on Comixology, I'll just log it in a different collection underneath there so that I know that I don't need to reread yeah, it. Yeah, I, I absolutely would love to have this, especially if I can draw up my wish lists and stuff too, yeah. to kind of know what to go back, fall back on that I want. Not that like, like I have wish lists, but like to have a wish list that's cumulative, you know It's all I mean? in one spot. Because I know there's games that I've been wanting yep. for a long time on Switch, not just on Steam, and even though Steam has a wish list, yeah. you know what I mean? I can put it all and compile in one spot. That's really smart. I like yeah. that. Yeah, so I'm I'm super pumped for it. I'm all about this company. I think they put out a really quality product, and they've got a way for you to override. So, like, if you have something that like is a weird or uh, like an indie book, I have a lot of indie books from going to cons. Um, oh man, it was a mistake telling me that they have one for games. You can just take I think a picture. I'm more apropos for this now. <laughs> Do it. Uh, you can just uh, you can take it, and they've got a week of free trial. So yeah, you can see just, that. Yeah, just try it out. Um, but you know, through all of that, you can. Um, you can take a picture of it. You can update all the information that you want on it and just try it out that way. But, um, I really, I really love this. I would, I've seen this app over and over again over the years. And I was like, $15 is kind of steep. Cause you can also pay $2 a month. But then once I got to think about it, I was like $15 a year is not bad at all not for really. the amount of information that's in it. What it's, is that? Like a dollar and change every month. Right. Yeah. Basically. It's, it's really cheap Yeah. Uh, for that. It's, but I highly recommend it, and it takes a while to get it started, but I think it's going to be well worth it for me um, to have my comics very organized in the new filing cabinet. You're downloading it right now. Downloading it right now as we speak. Uh, To have it all set up and have the nice collection at the house, but then to also have this app at my fingertips. Mm -hmm. um, It's just good. I enjoy it. And I think that I'll read my books more because I'll realize what I had. And I'll go, oh, I've got that book. I'm going to go grab it. It makes me wonder how far back the library on the on the games goes, if I can actually do They've got NES, a, SNES titles and stuff like that as well. I won't have the boxes for the barcodes for them, but I mean, I, I can you still can search the titles. Type search. I know what yeah. ones I have, but that way I can actually have like a full compiled list of my of my, yeah. my library. Because I've got so many games that are still stored inside this closet. Oh, yeah, that's and true. I've got all these that are out here, but that's not even like, that's less than a fourth of my collection, yeah. really, if you kind of boil it down to everything that I've got. Yeah, so and it, I imagine for as much as it goes back on comics, and as weird as the, like, we, I don't collect normal stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't collect You're superhero odd, stuff. Like, it's all, like, more shit. indie yeah. books and whatever I can find, like, so they had, they had, like, Disney stuff from, like, 50s and 60s in there, and, you know, it's all <coughs> pretty swell. I highly recommend it. Um, and I will, I'll, I'll give you a, a tour of my comic book collection. Once I get it done, I'll take a video of it and I'll be like, here's sure. all the stuff. Maybe I can actually just come over to your house I and, come and it. visit it and meet your cat. Cause I've never done that either. Don't do it now because I don't meet the cat now. Don't meet the cat. No, okay. <laughs> uh, she's a real bitch right now. Okay. No, uh, no, don't, don't come over now. Cause there are so many books like just I mean, after the, you're done, there, there's books covering the floors. Yeah. It's everywhere. been this long now already. I might as well just wait. Wait like a month a or two bit. until you're done. Yeah, I think I'll have it done in a week. But uh, okay, but yeah. 
I'll yeah, wait a month or two. <laughs> I like looking at the number. Like this is that's my favorite number to look you at. You see, see the tender number at the top of yeah, what you I'm got. Just like, oh, so look. that's the thing too. Like I have so many games on like the Xbox library mm-hmm. that are digital. I think there's like I have over over 300 games in that library on there digitally alone. Yeah. The same thing with my PlayStation. I've got like 60 plus games at least in that library of things that are mostly like the. Uh, I'm trying to think of what the. Uh, First party titles and I shit that you can't get anywhere else. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I've got a lot of that shit that's backed up on there too. So I there's a lot of that stuff that I don't have logged anywhere because I don't have I don't have physical yeah. copies of them anywhere for me to see. I started to build my digital collection too, so I could have all my like stuff I own, yeah. Comicsology and things like that. That's and cool. then I you can actually you can upload through a CSV file as well. And so even though this doesn't support novels and books because I have a separate membership for yeah. books, um, I'm just gonna because I don't care about the cover and all the the publishing details. I just want to know what books I already own. I'm just going to type that into a CSV and upload that at some point, and then I'll have my book collections under there as well. That's awesome. So, um, so that's been a, a pretty pretty big deal at, at my house. Yeah. In my life. I like it. Me. me you want to talk life. about a, a little news topic? Let's get some, some news, news going on there. Let's talk about this news. Uh, so Nintendo's doing the thing, reportedly, now that we've been kind of discussing for Nintendo a World? while. No, not Nintendo oh. World. That, that we knew that was happening for sure. That comes out. That's that looks that's, awesome. That's spring. The little like sneak peek pictures yeah. that have and been then like snapped. In two years, we'll have it in Orlando. Oh, is it really? Yep. That's cool. the the projected date is twenty twenty two for wow. uh, the Americas. I will go. I will too. <laughs> no, uh, tell me what you're talking about. Uh, we, we, the, we're, we're, it's uh, rumored out that we're supposed to be getting a, a Switch Pro, quote unquote, if you will. It doesn't have an official name of it or I anything like that. I saw something in yeah. the headlines that they had and, another Switch down the line, but I didn't mm-hmm. read anything. They've got some to stuff it. that are out in the patent offices that shows that they have a, uh, a support for a new uh, aluminum alloy body frame. It's supposed to be a lot more durable. Nice. So that way you don't have to worry about all of the scuffing, scratching, different things that have been happening and having issues over the past few years. Years, I uh, no since issues. the switch has been out, I haven't either. No. But it has been common. There's been some like heat issues that people have had where it's warped the screen a little oh. bit and stuff too. Scuffs on the corners from where you've dropped it in and out of the uh, of the switch. Some people dock. that aren't like not don't as handle their stuff yeah. like a game system. Um, and then uh, of an improved CPU, uh, nice. an even further improved battery life to kind of help complement the CPU. Because that new improved battery life yeah. on the <coughs> the little guy was not. Uh, and then uh, there's an insider. His name's Sam Tate. He said that we Taint? Uh, Tate Taint Taint Sam Taint Sam Taint <laughs> uh, that we uh, the. The uh, quote unquote name for it is Switch Pro as of now cool. uh, that we've got kind of coming down the pike. They said it could be as early as uh, the beginning of summer that we might be getting this model. Like 2020 summer? 2020 summer. I think they'll go, you think they'll go head to head? I think they'll go head to head with the. With the Xbox and PlayStation I at mean, the end of the year. I mean, I think, I think that still is head-to-head enough. You we're think only, so? We're only a, a matter of months away from one another. Can they push something out that fast? Yeah, of course. Especially if they've been working on it behind the scenes. We had no idea that the light was going to be a thing, and then it was out like two months light after we did saw happen it. fast. You're right. So, I mean, if they've been working on it behind the scenes it for a while, we're still you know five, six up. months Ready? away from that. That was in light speed. Oh. 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 oh, oh. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for the laugh. I appreciate You're it, welcome. buddy. 
<laughs> what do you got? Um, well, we got a, uh, a cast list uh, for the Lord of the Rings TV series on yeah, Amazon. Yeah, cast this in my news. I don't really know any of these people. <laughs> I didn't either. I was hoping you did. <laughs> I don't. Cool, we won't talk about it. <laughs> we can talk about it. No, I don't there's, care. There's no reason. There's people. I just, after I looked at it, I was going to say it in the news. I was just like, hey, there's people that actually got cast. But that was all I was going to say because I was just like, I don't know any of these guys. That's news. There we go. You know what I mean? They've cast people for the Amazon Lord of the Rings TV show. Done. <laughs> Next. Uh, <laughs> A fun little addition that somebody did. Did you see the uh, the mod for Star Wars Battlefront Two that just came out? No. Yeah, they just uh, they just added a mod to the PC version that you can uh, now play as Pope John Paul II. <laughs> is now a playable Jedi Knight character in the game. <laughs> Do we like him? Is he a good people? John Paul II. Yeah, I think he was he. He's not the current one, is he? Well, Isn't I John thought, Paul II the one before this I guy? His name was like Pope Schmeagel or something like that. Pope Schmeagel. <laughs> no. Speaking of Pope Schmeagel, ah, that's in the news. The Golem game. The Golem video game. I don't know about this. So, I get, have we known about this for a while? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, we I, didn't know it was actually. The news is that it's coming to next gen consoles, so PlayStation yes. Five and the new Xbox. And it's just uh, it's the story of Golem. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, a little, I mean that's that's all we know about the extent of it. They've, they, I think they've had some behind closed doors teaser trailers that they've showcased over the course of the past one or two E3s. The even. logo kind of looks cool. I mean, that's about all I can yeah, say yeah, about it. As cool as a logo can look, but at the same time, I'm just kind of like. I, I get maybe playing as him as a hobbit, but I, I mean I don't want to play as I don't I don't really have any desire to play through an entire game as Gollum. <laughs> I just mean, crawl like, around over the place trying to really eat fish. Get into trouble, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and just might. being a general asshole. And then you already know how story ends. You're gonna fucking fall in the fires of Mount Doom at the end of it. <laughs> Like he like really, it's just territory battles. He's just like, this is my rock, and then like when some other creature in the cave like gets in the way, like he's got to go fight the creature to preserve his space on that rock. I guess like, as much as you can say, this is my rock. <laughs> the, yeah. the, the whole thing is like you getting your ass beat by creature after creature until he's just like, <laughs> I'm just going to stand cave. Well, that's a good. Thanks. That's a good. Can we talk about Pokemon for a bit? Pocket Monsters. We got a Nintendo Direct that happened last week. We did. Is that? I don't even know what all happened out of just uh, I besides watched the direct. Even the two, the two, uh, the two Pokemon newses. But let's just have a. Let's you tell. Do you tell me about this this direct a little bit? You want me to tell you about it? You don't want to tell me about it? Well, I'll tell you about what I know. Tell me about what you know. I know that there is going to be a Pokemon. No, it's just wind. I'm scared. <laughs> That's spooky. Uh, there is going to be a Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX that is coming out for the Switch in March. Yes. Let me tell you how much I don't care about this. Okay. I've never played a Mystery Dungeon. Why haven't you? I just don't think that they look like they appeal to me. Okay. So you haven't played one just based on like gameplay, just kind of like yeah. yeah. It just I I get the appeal to it that it's like Pokemon talking to one another. You get kind of their their bubbles of like this is what they're saying if they spoke. English oh, okay. or human humanese. Uh, there are there are some of those at my house, but I've never played them. Yeah, I've never touched one. But I, I, from what I've seen of it, it just doesn't really appeal to me. I know there's a huge fan base for this okay. shit out there. So, and they were super excited. Uh, cool. So that that's 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 a positive. But I don't know if this is going to be something that I'll pick up. Depending on the price point, I might grab it. Yeah. I mean that that's the I'd be the same boat. If it was a thirty or forty dollar title, it'd be an easy pickup for yeah. me just because it's more Pokemon content. Is I'm it a brand new game or is it a is, is it a, a port? DX? This is a port of uh, 3DS title. 
but they're zhuzhing it up and giving it that uh, that uh, like that let's go bit, yeah. that that kind of a quality. Oh, they are going that far into yeah. it to okay to give cool. it a little bit of more of a graphic quality awesome. boost to it. And stuff. Well, it might be worth it then. Yeah. Um, and then the biggest news <coughs> is that we are getting expansion packs for yes. Pokemon Sword and Shield. I have already got mine. Have you? Yep. I've I've looked at them like I don't think I need it yet because I'm so far behind. But I will be buying this. Yeah, thirty bucks right now for both expansion packs. Yeah. We get uh, Isle of Armor, which comes out in June, mm-hmm. and then uh, what's the second one called? It is the Crown of uh, No. Is the Winter one? It has a crown in the title, does it not? I got it in front of me. I don't. Yeah, know I, don't I don't have the article up in front. I can of me. tell you. I can I'm trying you, to tell I you based t- off of memory. I can tell you. I can tell you. It's Crown Tundra. Okay. Yes, the, the Crown, crown Tundra. Tundra. So between the two. That one comes out in November. It, it just says fall. Is what everything. It's November. It's November. It has it's it listed on the actual. If you go on the store, um, oh, it, it? it'll tell you. It says June 2020 and then November 2020. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, For the record, I don't think that's fall because they advertise as fall. No, no, it's still fall. still fall. Yeah, because December twenty first is, is whenever yeah. winter hits. God, so we're in winter now. Seasons. Seasons are weird. <laughs> Let's change them just a little bit. What are we bit. doing with daylight savings time? Let's go off on a uh, small tangent. Are we here. getting rid of it? Yeah, it already happened. Did it, our, like it passed? Yeah, it's in passed. Illinois. So that's what I mean. Like, yes. does that mean that where we're at right now, where it gets dark late? I think we still spring forward one more time. We spring forward and then and we're then, done, and then we never change again. That's fucking cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I am too. The rest of the world, basically. Yeah. Besides us, now does that. Yeah, and I, the rest of the country still, because that's only Illinois. That's only Illinois, but and there's Indiana. other states, yeah. I mean, yeah. like, the rest of the world has been doing that for a bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What was it, Nixon or somebody like that, like, put it into place? I don't know. Reagan? But I'm, I'm just curious to see what it's like. Yeah. I've never lived, in a, I've never lived in a world where we haven't had that I think for it's amazing. Yeah, it's going to be really Why weird. Not? There's going to be a shift at work where I don't have to work 13 hours now. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah, because it always falls on, on a weekend, and that means that if you work on, oh, on yeah. D-shift out of the plant like I do, you get effect, and you have to work 13 hours. Hmm. They pay you the extra hour, obviously. Yeah. But, I mean, you know I mean? Still, it sense. sucks. That'd be weird if they are like, sorry, guys, you don't get this. Uh, so 200 new Pokemon. Yeah, over 200. Over. I think if they said it was roughly around 250 is, okay. the, is the idea where we're going And that's at. a little bit in each section? Or yeah, like... more in the Crown Tundra, I think. In the first one, on Isle of Armor, so we have new story content yep. that happens with it so we have new a new rival um, which you can meet now uh, in oh. in game you don't know their name it's like a nameless character that kind of comes into it but you can meet your rival in the respective game of sword or shield they each have a unique rival um, mine in sword is I think she's like a poison type user and uh, you get to meet her she's getting her to go back to uh, the Isle of Armor to go to a quote like a dojo I think is like the next thing like there's a dojo where you'll learn wow. new techniques and you'll go through like a training school whenever nice. you go in that expansion and she's like your rival at the dojo and you meet her now if you go to the first big town not your starting town but the next big one after yeah. that um the if you go to that the yeah, you go to that train station i forget what it's called um 
right the first train station that you go to mm-hmm. uh, she's getting ready to board a train and she can't board a train because there's a slowpoke in the way which is the first time we now have a galarin uh, slowpoke yeah. that you can now catch right now oh, even cool. though the the armor uh, isle of armor where you'll be able to find them in abundance isn't going to be out until June you can get the first one right now if you awesome. go do that so I went and did that it's only a level 12 but I left it on my team so I could you know level up and stuff yeah. like that and then whenever it comes time to being on Isle of Armor, you'll be able to upgrade it or upgrade it to uh, evolve it to either uh, Slowbro or Slow King, yeah. depending on which route you want to go with yeah. it. Um, so I'm wanting to keep mine in the team and get it up higher, so that way whenever it comes to that point in time, I'm ready to go for it, and I've got good moves on it and shit. Yeah, cool. Um, but so that's that's already in the game now, so you can kind of already meet and interact with that character. Like you said, we have 200 plus Pokemon that we're going to get between both expansions. Uh, new legendaries yep. in the uh, the yeah. one that's in the, the Isle of Armor. Oh. Uh, in both, yeah. yeah. New legendaries. The new one in the uh, in the uh, Isle of Armor is, I think it almost looks like a panda in a way, but he's like a kung fu panda, if you will. Ah, nice. Um it can evolve into two different kinds. Like it, it actually evolves, oh. and it evolves into one that's like a pure fighting type, and one that's like a fighting slash water type. And they they have like one's like a specific stance it uses. You know what I mean? Like a fighting jutsu mm-hmm. or a different stance. Uh, so that's in that one, and then the other one that's in the Crown Tundra is like two a, different Reggies. Yes. Two new Reggies. Two new Reggies as well. And then the, in the uh, in the Crown Tundra, there their new legendary that's in there. Oh, is that is not the legendaries? Re- no, there's a new, like, big legendary. It's a rabbit. Oh, it, see, like, it's like a grass. I guess I wasn't paying uh, attention. Grass. I can't think if it's a grass psychic type or what it is. It looks like a rabbit, and okay. it's really skinny, and it's got like a bush around its its uh, waist and stuff. But it's the, the new like big legendary. Is there for a new? Um, <coughs> is it like? And maybe I'm wrong, but uh, it looked like there were new evolutions of your starters, or those they're new doing their new Gigantamax versions. New Gigantamax, okay. Because so, the the starters that you get now, they can Dynamax, but they do not Gigantamax. Oh. So you're going to be able to Gigantamax nice. your starters. Cool. Um, which they made a lot of memes out of Inteleon, the water type one, in okay. his final I form. I don't remember that because one. his. Uh, his tail gets crazy long, and he's up in a sniper perch, and he actually has a rifle. Oh, <laughs> holy cow! Because that character, that that Inteleon, that Pokemon, is supposed to be loosely, which I never knew until now, and it makes total sense, is loosely based on James Bond. That's oh. why he always stands with his fingers up like this, like he's got a gun. Okay. Whenever he shoots the water out, he shoots it like he's holding the a pistol. Out of his finger. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he's supposed to be like kind of close, like loosely based on like James Bond in a way. And I didn't, I didn't know that for a okay. long time. Yeah. Uh, so he's got. Like, a sniper perch that he's on <laughs> with like it looks like a legit rifle and he's shooting the water down from the perch that's wild. um which is real weird but uh-huh. uh and then uh they have uh, a type that are a new mode that is in isle of armor that you can do once you've passed the story they mm-hmm. talked about briefly and then direct where it's like a, like a co-op type thing it's like a cave and i think you can co-op through it too yeah um, and it's almost kind of like mini raids in a way, but you can catch any legendary or not catch any legendary. You can fight any legendary that's ever existed from any Pokemon. That's there. awesome. Catch, uh, whatever ones are specific to the game. The original three, uh, legendary birds from mm-hmm. red and blue, yeah. uh, Articuno, Moltres, and Zapdos yeah. are in there and they're Galarin forms. So they almost nice. look like they've got like weird steel armor on them Cool, and they look fucking rad, but you can actually catch those three. I don't, know about 
what is it, Suikun and those. Yeah, I think you can catch, like I said, they're like picking and choosing from certain games which ones you can catch, oh. but you can fight all of them. Nice. And it's like a training thing. You get like the candies, like the large candy and stuff like that mm-hmm. to give your boost your Pokemon with experience and shit. Yeah. You can get those and stuff from it like you do from Max Raid Battles. That's pretty cool. Um, but they, uh, they're, they're adding all of them in to be able to fight but not catch. But so the catch just... is 200 plus still, so they're adding in even more just to catch alone. Yeah. Um, and then the ice region looks really awesome. I feel like the ice region seems like it's probably going to have a stronger story to yeah. me. They're, no, probably, they're the giving me a lot of it like different things on that first one, but yeah. then like here's a chunk of like a really yeah. big. And I think the next that that the Crown Hunter is going to have a really really good story. Yeah. Not that this first one's not, but no. this one's going to have more like yeah yeah like like party content fun in a way, stuff to fun do. stuff to do, plus a small side story mm-hmm. and some new Pokemon to throw in at you too, like actually new new Pokemon plus other classics that you can fight and and catch. Yeah, but the the Chunter one seems like it'll have like a stronger story to it and everything plus. A whole bunch of new Pokemon too that they're going to add in. Yeah, and they seem. I, I I like this approach, and I hope that we do more of this. I know I, that I, we this, probably this won't get another got, DLC I, like maybe after not, this. I, but. I, if but that's my thing though. I. I I'm content with them doing this. The base game as is is awesome, but if they wanted to add in content and just do something like, hey, uh, like the next expansion that they do past this, like expansion three, be like, we're going to go back to Kanto, Mm -hmm. and you can fight the original eight. You know, like you could in, what was it? was it pearl or gold or something? Oh yeah, where you could go. Oh, yeah. You could do you could do sixteen badges. Mm-hmm. Do something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And just be like, hey, we already have it and like basically done from yeah. let's go Pikachu, let's go Eevee. Yeah. So just be like, you don't have to go through the same like fighting team rocket kind of shit mm-hmm. or whatever, unless they just want to add it in. Yeah. But you could just explore the region, catch the original hundred fifty, all one fifty Pokemon there, including yeah. Mewtwo, catch all of them and stuff, and experience that story and fight the Elite Four yeah. there. And you can learn like new badges from shit from there. And I know like the graphics are pretty high on like uh on um sun and moon and i really liked like the alolan region like i yeah. don't even mind revisiting the alolan region yeah like i don't and, know i, I mean, don't know how technically much the galar region is supposed to be their like quote-unquote england yeah in a way so i'm not sure long like travel i'm just saying like i don't know what our like world map is supposed how to look close like things are yeah is there, one that's, that? is there one that's supposed to be like the americas like a like oh. like north america i don't think so yet because I thought there was one, maybe it might be black and white, where you like this. the main hub city is supposed to be like, quote-unquote, New York City. Oh, really? But I can't remember which could one be. it is. You could be right. I'm not sure. Do but they I, have like a world map of... I don't think like so. Like an official one? No, I'm sure somebody's pieced it together and kind of made something up, but... because And everything's islands, right? Like nothing's generally Yeah, connected. I mean, it's, it's, it's set up... Supposed to be very similar to the real world. That's the whole point. Real like the alone, the alone, alone regions. Obviously, Hawaii, Hawaii and the yeah. several islands that are there. Uh, I think Kanto is supposed to represent part of like the Kyoto, Japan, and like the offshoot of that because uh, okay. Japan, you know, is several islands yeah. connected as well. I think that like the first like two or three games are supposed to be different sections of Japan. I see. <laughs> it looks like somebody's actually somebody's kind of done kind something. of done it. Yeah, so there's like a massive. I don't. I don't see. It might be older. Like yeah, might but be I mean, before. I can see like you know a region here connected down. There's the Orange Islands. That's the Johto. Oh, there. Uh-huh. Uh, the Hoenn, Kana, Kanto. There's or there's Johto. The Orange Islands. This I thought the Orange Islands was connected to Johto, but maybe you go there. This guy doesn't know. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I can see like how they're trying like, to piece it trying together to make and it whatever. Work, yeah. 
I know that Johto is the region. So it must be gold that you can do it in. Gold and silver, you can go from Johto to Kanto because I know they're directly connected to one another. Because oh. you can do the eight badges here. Once you've done the Elite Four there, you can go you take that road. across this bridge down here and you end up in, uh, in like, near Pallet Town. Nice. And you can kind of come in from a direction of, like, into Pallet Town, what was just water before, mm-hmm. and you connect they there from the surfing over. And the, yeah. And you can connect oh, to Pallet Town, and you go up, and you can do those eight gems. Nice. And then I think in that game, you can beat those eight badges, do the Elite Four again, fight the champion, and then you can go to the top of this mountain, and that's where you can fight Red or Blue, whoever okay. the, the champion of yeah. whatever game you're playing is. Mm-hmm. I think if you have gold, you fight Red, and he has... Uh, Charizard, Venusaur, uh, oh. Blastoids, Pikachu, I think like a Pidgeot, and something else. Like another, like, I think it might be like Dragonite or something like nice. that. And they're all level 80 to 88. Jesus Christ. Because it's like yeah. the final quote unquote battle. Mm-hmm. So you have to like go in being like, I have to have Pokemon that are level 90 basically mm-hmm. to be able to annihilate his shit. Yeah. And then you're the penultimate master. It's like the final thing that you can do in the game. But you have to be able to get all 16 badges before you can even do it. That would be really cool to have something like this on this. And I think everybody would be fine with a repackage with such a hefty game already. Like to just add on something that we've already seen. Dude, they can repackage this shit as many times as they want to. That's my fucking childhood. (laughs) (laughs) I'll play whatever they They want. They just put a little bit more shine on it every time and it'll be solid. Yep. That's all I need. That's I funny. don't even care if it has too much shine. Honestly, we talked you about just it because on a TV. <laughs> we talked about it like before, you know, yeah. how many bugs and shit and people were saying prior yeah. to this game's release and how a lot of people were dogging on it and whatever. And I was just like, after I started playing this game, I was like, this game's got a couple bugs that I can see where like characters don't pop in right away or something yeah. like that. But that's about it. I mean, the game looks totally fucking fine. Yeah. I, I, I think people just look for a thing to. I mean, we know it looks. Just look it for looks a thing like a Pokemon about. game that should be on the Switch. Absolutely, I'm. I'm totally content with it. What it's else? been fucking great. Yeah, absolutely. What else was on uh, <laughs> on the direct? Did we? Miss, is there anything else no, besides it was, that? Was it was just essentially Pokemon just the heavy. Pokemon. That awesome. was it. There's uh, another direct that comes out. It'll already have been said and done by the time this is recorded, but it's tomorrow. I oh. believe it's Thursday uh, on the 16th, and it is the announcement of the final DLC character for Smash. Brothers. It's just a, a smash direct. Is it? It's uh, Resident Evil. No, I think there they is. talked about that. They, there is a rumor that it might be Dante from okay. Devil May Cry. Um, oh. So that might be that might be the direction they're going with it, but we don't really know it's anything. Leon. Be. Leon. You think it'll be Leon? From, uh, is Leon? It's from Resident, Resident Evil. Evil. Yeah. yeah that's Resident Evil 2 or and 4. Yeah. yeah. That's what I think it is. It's Leon. That'd be weird. Why? I mean, why would they do that? Is that, is that even. Is that a possibility? The B and Leon? Yeah. They could get them. I mean, it could be, they just, any. It's Capcom, right? Like, yeah, but I mean, it could be from any, it could be from any game developer that was willing. It. Yeah, that's all that really matters. I gotcha. I did see a, th- a meme, though. Somebody said, like, hey, if they get Dante from Devil May Cry, that's, like, the last character that we needed to basically have uh, the PlayStation All-Stars game be inside of <laughs> Smash Brothers. That's funny. Like, it's, like, we, that's why PlayStation All-Stars is never successful, so we just got all of your characters over here now. That'd, <laughs> That'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about a little Star Wars news. Of course. Tell um, me. We got uh, some some whispers. Some little, little whispers. Tell me. That Star Wars Rebels is coming back again. Again? Uh, that we could be getting some more Star Wars Rebels. Uh, so Star Wars Rebels obviously ended uh, after season four. 
Question I don't know. Mark? I didn't watch it. That's what it is. Uh, it's my favorite Star Wars cartoon out of okay. all of the Star Wars cartoons. Um, it is, yeah, it has to be. Still my favorite. I was like, what about like droids and Ewoks? But yeah, this is better than anything. Um, Rebels is amazing, and uh, Dave Filoni, the uh, Star Wars Jesus, has uh, has been talking a little bit about maybe revisiting Rebels for uh, the Disney Plus. Cool. So that's so just an ad, like a season five, or is yeah. this like our like, sequel series? Is what he what it was kind of labeled as. So it, you know, I would imagine that if they were going to do it, they would start from a season one, but it would be like a play on Rebels, like Rebels Unite, or like Rebels gotcha. of the Alliance. Like they would just like kind of tie on to the word Rebels. Would be my guess. You think we'll ever get down the road, like 30, 20, 30 years, we'll get a. A Star Wars movie that's that's like one more Skywalker movie, but it'll be like this is what happens when they all got to retire. <laughs> <laughs> you know awesome. what I mean? Like it's Ray, but it's still Daisy Ridley, but she's like fifty like years old, old at this Ray. point. <laughs> she's just like sipping a mint julep outside, tattooing, just like this is good life. <laughs> I hope that is the next time we see Ray. Like, I, I Everybody's like, just getting relaxed. For I once. like no. Like, I, I hope we see old Ray. Like, I, I, I like Ray's character a lot, but I think it would be amazing to like wait in like fifteen years from now, twenty years from now. We've got like a, a mid forties Ray. Can you imagine and though? She's I ran that. like a Jedi Academy. This That's what I meant. Like, the, she's she is now like a full on Jedi Master. Understands and controls her abilities, and is basically now is full on Force Unleashed because of how powerful she is. And she's just like and just like pulling up buildings out of the ground and shit. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. Um, uh, other things, uh, there more Star Wars noise? You can officially get the Beskar Steel phone case. I saw this. <laughs> Dude, those look so fucking awesome. sick. <laughs> they look awesome. Yeah. A spark, uh, Star Wars purchases Build-A-Bear. Did you hear about the Build-A-Bear working You get a up? Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. You can yeah. go out and Baby Yoda it up. Yes. Uh, I think it's uh, it's not out yet. No. It's sometime in February, Probably. though, I'm pretty sure. I think February is the month of Baby Yoda merch. Like, I think it's when everything actually <laughs> ships. Everything can drop on And you'd be like Baby Yoda all over your face, neck, and chest. Like, Did it'll you see... Just be, uh, recent uh, interview of Rosario Dawson for her new upcoming uh, series or show or whatever it was that she's got coming up. They talked to her and she's interested in for playing Ahsoka. Ahsoka yeah. yeah. In uh, The Mandalorian. I mean, they've been... Everybody wants her to do it, and yeah. I, I don't see why she wouldn't want to. No, but I think it's, it's, just it's, it to it's happen. A, it'd be a really good pick for an older Ahsoka to be in like The Mandalorian too. Yeah. Absolutely. I'd be really interesting to see a Jedi in the first place in somebody that we don't know, uh, we know is now dead, but to see yes. her be alive yeah. in live action would be really awesome. That'd be really cool. I, I hope they do it. I don't... To see her fight Grand, or Grand Moff Gideon with, cool. the, with the Darksaber versus Ahsoka Tata. Absolutely. <laughs> That'd be really cool. Um, and then last but not least, uh, today it is uh, January uh, 15th, and we got the release of the... Uh, Shit, my rinse due. What? <laughs> my rent is due today. <laughs> uh, no, we got the uh, Legend, or was, yeah, is it called uh, the Legends of Luke Skywalker manga as released today in the United States. So um, go pick up your copy of it. Okay. Uh, it looks like it's going to be uh, a pretty you cool my hand. little story of, uh, of Mr. Luke. And uh, I don't know what to expect of this. I don't know anything about it. I don't know if it's the way that Legends of Luke Skywalker makes me think it's not. Here's baby Luke before A New Hope. Like, it makes me feel like we're getting a gap 
probably shortly after Return of Jedi, what he's doing, I don't think it's going to be as far out as like him being the Jedi Master, but it's going to be what he does after Return. It'd be really kind of cool if they had that knowledge of knowing, like, knowing from uh, Rise of Skywalker the sequence whenever we we know that Leia was training with him and he was teaching her the ways. If we could see that in, like, the manga of them just training and that kind of, like, lead into that, that'd be kind of neat. I'm in. I'm down. Uh, Let's talk some Sony news. We got some some Sony stuff that came out uh, from the past few weeks that we have not got to talk about yet. Uh, So they were at the CES 2020 this year. We got an official uh, showcase of some specs uh, for the PlayStation 5. We got the official logo, which looks basically just... Just like you know, you, logo, oh, you, yeah. would, you would imagine a PS5 logo would look. Yeah, I could have um, designed it. Yep, I think people have already had designed it, and they were just like that one. That's the one that looks good. <laughs> it looks the same as all the others. I mean, I wouldn't want it to be different, honestly. No, I mean it's just a it's a classic iconic thing. Yeah. Uh, they did say also they will not be appearing at E3 2020, which marks the marks the second year uh, in a row that we will not it's have baller. Sony there. I love it. Uh, it's just kind of like. <laughs> We're not doing that. Yeah, I mean, essentially, I mean, I guess we realis- talked about this last realistically, year. any company could do the exact same thing. If Microsoft wanted to go off and do their own yeah. Microsoft thing, Nintendo already does their directs. They could taper off if they wanted to not do it too. But I don't know. I like the co. I like. I've always liked the them coalescing together and having one giant massive conference that showcases everything and we get that a little bit with Sony I mean nothing yeah. new is there other than third party shit yeah. but I always have loved that but we talked about like the death of E3 last year like yeah. during that and how it was like Everything that happened the week before yeah. was just like, why are we even having E3? As far as like for the for the outside public, for yeah. the people attending, I'm sure it's great. But for us as a general, I could audience, see E3 never dying, but I could see the big three non-publishers. I'm talking like your manufacturers. I could a, see yeah. PC, Microsoft, Nintendo, and Sony doing their own things, and then E3 basically it's becomes a, a way conference. for yeah, literally just yeah. the publishers. We still have Ubisoft there. We have EA yeah. there. We've got Blizzard. Uh, Blizzard digital uh, devolver and all these other companies all they're gathering together to showcase their third-party games that'll mm-hmm. be on everything yeah so i don't see any reason why it would ever dissolve completely but yeah a little bit without having that there but just be kind of a big showcase it's like, like we did Ozfest without ozzy or black sabbath like it's it's Which still I think be pretty happened cool before has it not i think maybe <laughs> Uh, some of the latest rumors from uh, from some of the PS5 stuff is yeah. that uh, PS5 launch event should be happening sometime in February, they're calling yeah. for. February so, 5th in New York City. I think they have to get some shit booked when there. When this comes out, the facts might be out. So this is a fun time for us to kind of speculate. Yes, this will be... This will be the twenty seventh. Yeah, whatever this so it'll still be a little early. Yeah, it's a little early. So it's fun to little speculate because mm-hmm. you guys are going to know sooner than we are. At this time, because we're in the past. Uh, some of the data leaks showcase that they said the PS5's logo that they're going to showcase, there'll be It's Time to Play. That'll be the new the new logo or the new slogan uh, for okay. it. Uh, release window in October 2020, okay. which kind of falls in suit. Fits. They usually have released in October almost every single time. Mm-hmm. Uh, price point of 499 makes sense to yeah. me. 
I'm um, surprised it's not maybe even a little bit higher. Honestly, uh, at a four ninety nine price point and knowing what we've got uh, coming down the pike with this and everything, it's just going to do nothing but go to the advantage of Microsoft. I mean, if they were going to do anything at a price point that was like roughly five hundred or six hundred dollars, they could make it and match exactly the same. I see. It's going to be a war against the two. I I I have speculated this entire time that it was going to be an October November release window yeah. for both of these consoles. Mm-hmm. I see. Definitely. I think November is typically around the time whenever Microsoft has always released theirs. Because they have to get their first shipment, they have to sell out, and then they have to bring in another shipment before yeah, Christmas. Yeah, still waiting for pre-orders to come up for the Series X. I'm surprised it hadn't even happened just yet. Oh, Siri thought I said Siri. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, so the four ninety nine price point PS five specs are uh, roughly on par with the Series X. It has this very similar uh, graphics mm-hmm. uh, chip inside. Uh, obviously not the same. Different companies, but uh, the only thing that's different is uh, processing speed and, of course, everybody's favorite. The teraflops, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the rumor, which has been ongoing for fucking since we've known about the PS5 being the thing that'll be coming next, is that it's backwards compatible with not only PlayStation Four but with three, two, one, and PSP. They added that yeah, in. It's yeah, it's good because there's some titles. games on PSP that I have been like, I'm not buying a PSP for this, but I would love to play them, and they're usually they're digital ones. So I imagine the ones that are already in digital format will be the ones first yes. to come. Yeah. So any of your PS2 greatest hits that are already on the PS4 market that you can get now will be yeah. on there. Probably the PS Plus now probably titles, like the shit. PS2. Like. Yeah. So I'm assuming all of this stuff is basically going to be available, not just through PlayStation now, but you can purchase it digitally, which is smart. I would rather just own Absolutely. certain properties and uh, and just have them all under one umbrella. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's that. Uh, one other kind of an aside with it is that... Uh, which we we had kind of discussed, I think maybe you and uh, I. Final Fantasy VII remake got pushed back. Yeah, I saw that. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, Doctor. Uh, it got pushed back to April 10th, mm-hmm. which is totally fine. I understand wanting a little bit of extra time for polish. March 31st, we have the Resident Evil 3 remake coming out. Mm-hmm. April 3rd, we have Cyberpunk 2077 coming out. Uh-huh. And now April 10th, we have the Final Fantasy 7 remake coming out. Mm-hmm. It is literally like not even a full two weeks apart. Three AAA titles coming out back to back to back. It is fucking ridiculous how packed March and April is going to be this year with video games. Because that's not it. I mean, there's other titles coming out at the beginning of March, too. Yeah. And, and the end of April and stuff. It's just a huge window. And it usually is because a lot of people are trying to pack as much shit in, especially before March is over, because that's whenever your fiscal year's ending and everything. Uh, so stuff that's eligible for certain awards and just companies kind of wrapping up their shit, trying to get it all out as much as fast as they possibly can before you know 2020 officially starts for them. Um, the good news is, because it's all about me, Yes, there's only one game that I'm even worried about buying, which is Final Fantasy VII. Cyberpunk. The other two I don't care about. So. Cyberpunk. Eh. Yeah, I want it more than any of the other two. I don't care about it. I think it's going to be awesome. I'm sure it CD will be. CD Projekt Red makes amazing games. The Witcher series has always been great, and they've had their hands on that. That's They've done all three Witcher titles. They've had other titles that they've worked on before in the past, but I, this just looks great to me. I love the cyberpunk aesthetic of different games, like different, not just games, but just in general. And this story-wise and contextually just seems like it's going to be a solid title. I'm, I'm afraid, and I don't have any kind of say whatsoever, but I'm afraid that it's going to not 
build up to people's expectations, and it's going to be the biggest letdown out of the three. I mean, the other two being remasters, of course, they're not going to be letdown. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think it's going to be maybe buggy and glitchy out of the gate, and that they'll have to do a lot of fixes, and it'll be a good game with some patches. They've been working on this now for over six years. Yeah, that makes sense. And... I don't know because that's the thing. Got a Whatever. bad feeling about this. Well, here's my thing with this: is just they CD Projekt Red as a company has had a solid, stellar track record Good. with stuff. Whenever Witcher Three came out, didn't have it. Did not have to have like tons of patches to fix any kind of shit. Yeah. So I have confidence that they can put out a quality title. They usually put okay. all their shit into it, and they they had like with Witcher, whenever Three came out. The, the the actual main game itself, at least sixty hours of just solid playtime that you could get out of it. Wherever they added in the DLC, like now you could get the game of the year edition and pay. I think it's like thirty or forty bucks for it. Mm-hmm. You get the game of the year edition, and it's like hundred and twenty hours worth of shit that they've wow. packed into this thing. And and you can get it for less than a full title. Nice. And it's just I don't know. It's it's always been a, 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 that was a solid experience, and it spoke volumes to me how good that game is. And I think that they'll be able to handle it well. I know I have no doubts in my mind that I will probably end up playing the RE3 remake. Um, I still haven't got a chance to play the RE2 one, but I know that it was just like fucking absolutely stellar from what I've heard. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll, I'll probably play the three remake eventually. I know I'll play Final Fantasy VII remake, but at the same time, it's one of those things. It's just out of the three, I want to experience new story. And it's not that... I'm not eager to dip back into Midgar, but yeah. at the same time, I was just like, I know what to expect from Final Fantasy VII. I know exactly what's going to happen. It's literally a breath for breath remake, other than the combat. I thought that it was. I thought they were adding a lot more to it. No, it is the game. That's not what they reported. That's not we were what we we reported. They're not adding that much more to it at all. There was, and it was only going to. They added so much story to it that we were only getting like a third of the original story. Was you are there. only supposed to get a certain chunk of the experience. As far as it goes, they're still just calling it Final Fantasy VII Remake. Mm-hmm. But I think it's been pretty well known that it is only going to be like a third or a fourth of it. Essentially, what we're going to get is like the first discs worth. Yeah, if you will. And I think it'll probably get up to the point where you're exploring Midgar and then you're kind of taper off and it'll be like, stay tuned for episode two. Gotcha. Uh, now, will that be something like we get for free as additional content down the road? We have to pay extra for, I think it's, I think it's paid DLC, which is fine. Um, it depends on how much it's going to be because if we're getting a fourth of the game and it's going to chunk out into fourths and we're paying $60 for this title, are we going to pay $60 for one big game to be broken up into 40 four parts, four times? Because that's, that's all that's asking a lot. My guess would be probably you're going to end up paying 90. I think you're going to do probably close to like Pokemon sword and shield where it's like 60 for the game, 30 for the DLC. Sure. And the DLC will be a lot bigger but it'll, but it'll. At the end of the day, you're paying a, a whole. Because yeah. even if you just buy the first third, and you go, eh, that wasn't for me. They Maybe got buy sixty dollars out of your different pocket. that you're talking about is. <coughs> sorry, uh, would be like the combat and stuff because I know they're polishing that up, yeah. and you can play different ways now because they have yeah. the standard traditional Both combat that you can, can do. It, yeah. You can switch it, and you can do uh, like Kingdom Hearts esque combat, yeah. which I'm ex- I'm super interested That's in trying that out. It, yeah. I'm excited to see how that goes because they revamped the combat system this way because they that's that's basically how Final Fantasies are supposed to go from now on, anyways. Yeah. From 15 to Kingdom Hearts and what they plan on mm-hmm. going on forward is a non traditional action RPG. In 
in that sense yeah. versus just a traditional turn-based RPG. Yeah. Nobody got time for a turn-based anymore. Uh, they do, but I uh, and there's there's plenty of them out there. But I and I mean, fucking Pokemon's turn-based RPG. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, good point. <laughs> that's all I'm playing right now. Either too. <laughs> but I mean, I, it, but it's just I don't know. I, I I'm still very. I've been kind of really excited for cyberpunk since they showcased it yeah. like four or five years ago and i'm sure it will be cool i it yeah. just and i don't know this company at all i'm just saying i'm i'm speculating just for the fun of speculating sure. that and i don't wish anything negative on anything but it seems like a giant scope of a game and that there's a lot of things that could go wrong with it yeah that's the only thing like i I would say that about certain other companies, mm-hmm. like maybe BioWare these days with like Mass Effect or any of the new properties yeah. that they have. They decided like, hey, we'll let BioWare make a new KOTOR. We'll make a KOTOR 3. It would probably be buggy as fuck. <laughs> but with CD Projekt Red, every title that they've put out, like I said, in the most recent being Witcher 3, they've come out really rock solid and they've done so much support for those games and added in so much content for yeah. not a lot of money, honestly. And and I just have faith in them that cool. I think they'll make a good product. Awesome. I'm excited to experience that story and see what it'll be like, too. What about Square Enix? How do you feel about their pushback with Marvel? Avengers. Uh, is that for good good reason? You think? I hope it's for good reason because this game still really has always looked iffy to me from the get. Yeah, I'm not. I've never been like hugely anticipating it. It's got a lot of ideas in it that it sure may does. not be and executed I, I well. I hope they flush out well. I yeah. want this game to turn out to be mm-hmm. really well because I, it'll. I don't know. It, it's it's almost like they're trying to mix like four different genres of game together. And part of me feels like it's, they're going to miss, they're going to do those four different genres of games mixing together. Okay. Instead of just being like, Hey, we're going to mix these two and do it really well. Yeah. Kind of a thing. I feel like they're going to just miss quite a bit. And they're going to miss a lot. Like with the due date. So it was originally May 15th. Yes. And now it's pushed back to September 4th, which is, a month before the next gen consoles come out, mm-hmm. this is like one of those doomed games to release at the back end of of the this generation of console potentially. Yeah, I could see I could see that happening, but at the same time, with this generation, it's blending together so well that there's going to be a lot of games that you're going to see that are going to cross over. I don't think they'll make a port version of this or anything, but we do know that Xbox Series X and PS5 will be backwards compatible. So if people want to play this, so they'll be just... able to pick it up on there, and they'll probably even like do some schmooze thing where they're like, hey, if you put this in your Xbox Series X, it's actually going to look better and play better and smoother than it would on your blah, blah, blah. And maybe that's why the delay. Which, maybe I mean, it is, like, and that would be true to a certain extent. Yeah. Obviously, that console is going to have a better processor. Yeah. It's going to have a better graphics card and everything in it, too, so it will run smoother. Yeah. You, but you play at the same that, time, it's going to look the same. You get a movie that came out in 1988 <laughs> and you play it on an HD TV, it's going to look a little bit better. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, and no matter what. Maybe that's why the delay. What movie was it? <laughs> was it Ghostbusters? Uh, yeah, you get it. Maybe that's why the delay is that they everybody's announcing that things are gonna be coming out, yeah. and they're like, "Oh, maybe we should just go ahead and upscale this to where it is." I think the console, like Nintendo, has always been the doomed. Yeah. Like a tapered off Absolutely. thing that always gets lost because they never have anything that's backwards compatible, really. That's fair. They haven't for a minute, anyways. Yeah. I mean, I know the Wii did the Wii U did as well. Yeah, it did. Yeah, which absolutely. was cool. And that worked out well. Mm-hmm. But I mean, at the same time, there was a lot of stuff. And that's always been the thing with me. And I've always paid attention to it. And it's always sold shittily. Uh, which I love w- shittily. It's like which, one of my favorite wrong words. I love which this is, one. Which is uh, Paper Mario's. They've always came at the back end yeah, every single time. Yeah. yeah. So in 64. 
four. It came at the tail end of it. It didn't sell well, but for whatever reason, it sold well enough for them to be like, let's make another one. <laughs> and then it came on the GameCube. And it sold pretty well, honestly, for coming at the tail end of the GameCube into the Wii. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, the thousand-year doors improved upon the standard Paper Mario 20-fold. That story yeah. and that gameplay and everything in that game is fucking amazing and iconic. And then he had Super Paper Mario on Wii, which changed the gameplay completely. Yeah. It was like an action platformer at that point mm-hmm. in time. And then what was uh, we used was Color Splash. Yeah, the card. Yeah, the card-based one, because yeah. they did the card ones on the uh, 3DS, mm-hmm. the Sticker Star one. Yeah, that's right. And then uh, Color Splash. I thought Color Splash was a missed classic. Honestly, yeah. I, not enough people play that, that game, game at all. It sold absolutely like dog shit. But just for the dialogue alone in that game, mm-hmm. it was like one of the best, most comedically written video games that I've ever played. Like it was such a good, charming, funny game. And nobody really got to experience that much. I wonder if one of these days they'll just like pull out like a Paper Mario collection and just like have all of them together. Like, yeah, here you go. I, 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 I at this point in time, I, there's no reason why they can't. I don't see any reason why they shouldn't remaster or just put out a port yeah, of really color, color to, splash. Yeah, they wouldn't have to do too much, and you could still do the card play with with the, the with the. Uh, if you wanted to play it like, if you uh, wanted to actually poke it and show, yeah, like you could that. touch and stuff everything like that on the screen. If I you forget played it on touch screen, honestly. Yeah, they even have an official uh, Nintendo stylus. That you can get for that. Word. I didn't know that was a thing until like two weeks ago. <laughs> what else you got? In the uh, news? Not much. You, you got anything major you want to hit on here? Uh, nah, not really. Let's head into some personals. Let's get personal. Let's get personal. 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> All right. I've been playing Pokemon Sword. I have been playing Pokemon Shield. A lot. I think I'm like 25 hours into this bitch. I'm not that far into it, and I honestly have not even left that first zone. So I'm just like, I don't even know if I want to go any further. I'm just having such a great time. (laughs) I will tell you that if you are able to just keep doing like max raid battles and you just level up your character, the rest of that game is going to be so easy. Really? (laughs) Yeah. I'm just having, I'm I'm not even doing it to level up. I'm just like, I'm just playing Gotta Catch Em All. Yeah. In the field, like I'm just like, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna go get more Pokeballs, well, and I'll be right to, back. Well, guys. I was gonna say you do need to advance how many badges you catch because that will reflect what level Pokemon you can actually catch. I've noticed that it's very hard to catch them, and yes. I'm losing a lot. Yeah, so you can't you're like. I've got all the badges now, so I can catch any Pokemon at any level. Oh, wow. Uh, I didn't do the Championship Cup yet because I'm just trying to grind and get my uh, characters up a little bit higher. I want to have all of them at least at like 55 to 60 because I think the final trainer is probably, usually in most of the games, whenever you get to like the final championship, like for Elite Four, the final gym battle is usually like, I've got a Pokemon that's like level 58, and you're like, oh, shit, mine's a 55. Okay. So I want to make sure that I'm like up to snuff with it Mm because I don't want to. I don't want to fail. Have to redo it. Just keep going. Yeah. Um, which I really like the way, from what I've heard, because I've not done it yet, but they call it the Championship Cup in this one. And it's basically like tournament based. Like it's like why, like you play through what Ash goes through whenever they do the tournament nice. challenge. Yeah. So you're actually like fighting against this guy that you, or this chick that you might have had that's like a rival that you fought a couple times mm-hmm. throughout the game. And then you'll fight against this guy and then you'll fight against like, oh, here's some old uh, uh, gym leader that you have that's coming up and he challenges you or something. And it's actually like tournament based. Yeah. And I was just like, that is cool as shit nice. to me. I love the idea of doing that especially since it's all like in the in the uh the stadium aspect mm-hmm. of it like the soccer field kind of a thing you're down there yeah. and you have the the gigantamax thing to dynamax your pokemon but uh 
Love it. Story-wise, it's okay. I mean, it's there's not as deep of a story as there have been in past Pokemon games. Um, there's not really, like, rival. Like, you know, you always have, like, uh, Team Aqua that's yeah. over here. Oh, or like Team bad Rocket. Guys. Kind of, yeah. yeah, There's bad guys, quote-unquote, but they're, like, not really bad guys. It's Team Yell is what they're called, and they're basically there to cheer on a person that becomes your rival at one point in time. Ah, Her name's Melanie, I think. She's kind of like a goth chick in oh, a way. Melanie, God, she's such a bitch. Yeah, she's just a goth bitch. Uh... <laughs> And all these guys from Team Yell are kind of like goth aesthetic. And you end up going, and uh, they have like a whole town that is full of these people. Uh, Melanie's brother is a gym leader that you end up having to fight at some point in time, too. Um, and it, that that aspect of the story is kind of cool, I guess. But at the same time, I'm like, there's not really a team that you're, you're fighting against that's trying I to see. do anything in this one, really. Uh, I think there's some more bigger story beats that are following up. The biggest part of the story just kind of follows through um, those legendaries, the sword and the shield, the dogs. Yeah. Um, and you're kind of, as you go from town to town, there's a chick that's the, uh, it's the, the scientist's granddaughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I forget what her name is right yeah, now. Yeah, the, top of the redheaded chick. Yeah. Naomi. Um, is it Naomi? I don't think it's Naomi. That might be Naomi. It's I, it, close. It sounds, maybe it sounds like that or something. That uh, She kind of is with you kind of town to town, you know, traveling with yeah, you. Yeah. And you find, like, different murals and statues and stuff. And you're kind of discovering the lore of what happened with these uh, these two dudes that you think are, like, princes because they're drawn as princes in these murals. And then you're like, oh, they're not really princes. This is a represent. They're really Pokemon. Oh. You know, it was really a Pokemon sword, Pokemon shield kind of a thing. And you're, like, discovering this massive thing about nice. the history of uh, the Galarian, re- or Galarian religion, yeah. however you say it. Galarian um, region. Galarian region. And uh, I, it's been kind of cool. Um, I'm, I'm just enjoying the gameplay, checking out all the new Pokemon and stuff like nice. that. Uh, what's your team look like? What you got on your team? Who, you got um, Pokemon who do I have else? on my team? I have, well, I got my, my score bunny or whatever he, he evolved into. I'm on the, whatever the mm. next thing is. Is it um, Cinderace next? Mm, Something like that? Mm. I can't remember. I'm never good at the names of these things. Um, I think Meowth's still hanging out. I think I put Oddish on my team recently because I'm a, I'm a big Oddish person. Oddish would be my starter if there was a way to start with Oddish. Um, <laughs> I just love Oddish, and I would just keep him at, at, at looking like an Oddish um, at, at all times. That's not what they look like. That's like a speculation one. <laughs> um, and then, gosh, I can't remember. I think I got rid of the, the uh, little dog. At some point, doesn't matter. This is not exciting. Um, but I, I should go ahead. I'm just gonna keep on. You've inspired me. I'm gonna move on to the <coughs> through the town and uh, go see the gun show and everything that happens next. Don't see the gun show. You know what I'm talking about. No. You're supposed <laughs> to like attend some like event at the very beginning, like. When you get to the first oh, town, yeah, like, oh, you come go, to this yeah, you go to the, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I haven't yeah. done that yet. I got you. So I, I should go not ahead the and first do that. gym because the first gym's not in that. No, first it's big not town even in that town. No, yeah, exactly, exactly. But no, I, I absolutely adore it as well. Any other games you've been playing? No, no, no? I've actually awesome. just been kind of buckling down on this, cool. and that's all I've been playing. I played one other game. What'd you get? I purchased the uh, Disney Aladdin Lion King remaster. Oh, the uh, Lion King. Yes, on the Switch. Did it say Lion King on your box? It did not. I think it said Lion King. <laughs> um, and I, I haven't played the Lion King side, but I played the Aladdin side. 
That Aladdin game is so much fun. I forgot about it. Like the Aladdin game is fucking. I had that on Genesis. Yes. It's so good. Yeah, it's, I had the Lion King one too, but the Lion King was so. It wasn't. As, it was yeah. no. It was just hard. Yeah, the Lion King game. I couldn't get past like I think it was like the fourth or fifth level, whatever one. This there's one level that's insanely hard. I gotcha. Yeah, and I, I, I Aladdin is fun, and it's not uber difficult. Like it's just kind of you're enjoying the gameplay. Oh, Raboot. Oh, Reboot. Reboot, and then Cinderace is the last one. Gotcha. Sorry. I was Pokemon. Just, We're back on Pokemon. I was just trying to figure out because it was going to bug me. I don't remember. I started uh, off I started off uh, with uh, with Waterboy, so <laughs> Sobble. Um, so, yeah. So, Disney's Aladdin uh, remaster. Game looks good. Uh, they put it on a little screen. I feel like it's... <laughs> I feel like it's bigger when you play it on the TV than it is when you play it on Oh, no way. <laughs> really? I swear that's Come exactly on. what I was getting ready to say. And then I was like, no, that's dumb. Nope, I'm going to say it. Um, but no, I feel like it actually takes up more of the screen it when you play it on the TV for the, some reason. The afternoon collection? Looks a little better, I think. Cool. A little bit better. And uh, they had I, the afternoon collection. I forgot to mention that. I, I didn't. I, I only played it a little bit, but I got it during Christmas time because yeah. it was on sale on Xbox. Mm-hmm. It was on sale for uh, $3. Yeah. So I picked it's that perfect. shit up, and it looks really good. It's a little difficult. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just those, those older games yeah. are in general. I, I love, we talked about it before, but I love the DuckTales remaster that they did for like the the, la- the previous gen. I, I love the DuckTales game as much as I love that Aladdin game. Like the DuckTales game yeah. is a fucking so gym. I love and I told Mandy this because we started watching that DuckTales series yeah. recently. I, I started watching with Betty. Yeah. And uh, there's points in time during the first episode whenever it actually, uh, not the first episode, when was it? Uh, it was the one I was telling you about from the newest season where yeah, you can see three, yeah. Uh, the mom. Mandela's on the moon. Yes. Yeah. And whenever they're on the moon, it plays the moon music yes. from the game. It does a in the background. Uh-huh. I was just like, holy shit, they're bringing back the game music in this <laughs> shit. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Aladdin's great. I, I played the first two levels uh, just kind of for fun. Yeah. Uh, but I will tell you that they didn't have this aspect on the afternoon collection, but you can play, I think there's four different versions of Aladdin and Lion King and it's like the you can go back and backscale it to the original um, like Genesis version of it like with it over like the what's it 16 bit or 32 bit yeah, or whatever 16 it is 16 bit version of it you can play the Japanese version of it and there, there's like an S version a C version and then a Japanese version. I don't know what the S and C. Maybe it's just the different consoles that came out. On. I don't know. Uh, but, uh, yeah. So you can actually backscale it on those to the original uh, bits, mm-hmm. if you will. Or you can play the remaster. That's always my favorite with the uh, the Switches Nintendo Online stuff. Because whenever you play the SNES titles yeah. or any of that, you can play it in... Uh, the 16 by 9 you can play it in the classic 4 by 3 or yes. you can play uh, you can play what mode makes it look like it's on a tube TV nice. so it actually has like like the haze lines and mm-hmm. stuff on it like it's plugged in through coax or you can do one version that's called pixel perfect and it's like literally running at uh, 720p at 60 frames a second so you can everything on is the like, online yeah, on the Switch Online. I didn't know on, that. On, on, uh, for the NES games and the SNES games, it has a mode where you can switch the... Uh, I haven't messed with that. Yeah. I but, set it at Pixel Perfect whenever I played, like, Castlevania. Mm-hmm. And you can, like, dodge enemies because it's, like, literally Pixel Perfect. Like, you can, like, backpedal oh, okay. and not get hit by enemies, like, fire and stuff. It literally, like, is to the pixel, like, where you barely miss it. So it's it's way better than it, how it yeah, used to. It, like, polishes it, yeah, like, polishes it, like, to a T. Like, it makes it awesome. That's what makes that DuckTales remaster from, like, the last yeah. gen so much better is because it's pixel perfect. Yeah, yeah. Can you do that on? That's not on the afternoon collection. You can't do that. I, no, I don't imagine. think so. I don't. I don't. I never. 
look too much at the you. options for it. So just like on the the uh, the switch online stuff, you can do like fa- uh, rewind yes. on there, and I, yeah. I I enjoy that. That's kind of cool. I yeah. did it on an accident. And I was like, oh, that's kind of neat. I didn't yeah. I didn't really do it for any reason, but it's just cool that it existed. Um, so yeah, I love it. It was on sale. It was like thirty percent off or whatever, and that was the first time that new collection had been on sale, and I was like, I'm getting that. Time to do it. Awesome. Um, so yeah, that's what I've been playing. Movies, TV, TV, movies. Uh, TV. I've only been consuming more Witcher. Oh. I'm almost done How with the it? season. It's, good still? it's great. Holding yeah, up? yeah, still really good. Uh, they're still kind of following on different character arcs that are like introducing some other characters from nice. the series that. Uh, are important that we've not met yet. I also had some Witcher news uh, that came up that Witcher I forgot news. to mention. Uh, but uh, in casting for season two, there's a character that's basically like an old man Witcher. He's they have a school for Witchers, like to kind of do they, they add uh, in there. What's his name? Gary. Gary Witcher. Gary Old Man. Gary Old Man Witcher. Uh, Gary Oldman. No, no, it is not. I forget. It starts with a V. I don't, it's some it's something like Vladimir, but it's not Vladimir. It's Voldemort. It's, a, it's an old name like that, whatever it is. Voldemort. Voldemort. Uh, anyway, he is like basically does the Witcher school. It's like whenever they add in like the mutations and stuff to mm, the mm-hmm. to the yeah. Witchers and whatever. So he runs the Witcher school. Yeah, he he's like he teaches them the combat and, and like kind of the he's ways kind of, the of the daddy. He yeah he teaches them Witcher. like what these creatures are, what their weaknesses are, and stuff like the monsters in the world and whatnot. Nice. And uh, rumors for cat. Casting is that that might be casted by, uh, and he's showing interest for it, is uh, Mark Hamill. Nice. I was just like, he would be perfect for it. That'd cool. be really fucking rad to have him in that show. I've never uh, really paid attention to. Is it Vikings? Yeah, there's Viking. Yeah, um, remember the guy with all the umlauds that's in it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't remember. <laughs> if, no, I'm not, I'm not sure if that's the show though. There's a show that Mark Hamill's on as like the, the older, like he's like the older gritty like. Uh, hmm guy like in the and he came in on like a season two on yeah. that uh in that i think it's vikings but i might be wrong no you might i, I don't know i mean he looked badass yeah. um that's awesome i like that yeah i like that what about you um i've been watching a little bit of uh clone wars and i rewatched all mandalorian recently oh, cool. uh but the biggest the, the new thing i wanted to talk about is i watched the jumanji the next level the, the new one the, the new, new, one, one, new one yep cool yes, how was yes. it it was good it was really good. I if you liked the first one, I and by the first, the first one, one I mean the second one, yeah. uh, then you will like the third one, which is also the second one. Um, I don't know who pays attention to the order of these things. I call it the second and third one because Jumanji is Jumanji one because everything still exists. So really, Welcome to the Jungle is the second one. The next level is the third one. Yes, um, it's now uh, with less Robin Williams. And it's what oh that's sad, <laughs> bad joke, <laughs> um, bad form. <laughs> Very good, that was good. Redeemed yourself. Uh, so yeah, the the next level is uh, is it has the same cast in it. We get the everybody kind of coming back, but we get Danny, Danny DeVito and Danny Glover, and the Dannys are there. Um, and double D, the double D, and they get pushed into the game. And I was, I was kind of curious how this would go. Is it Danny DeVito is the Rock in this yes. this time around? And and Kevin Hart is uh, Danny Glover. Danny Glover. Okay. And I, I didn't really pay attention to this on the first one that they did, the uh, Welcome to the Jungle. But I didn't realize how comical it was that 
these actors have to essentially study these other actors and get into them. And I think it's because like kids and whatever incense. Yeah. And I think I didn't really pay attention to it as much in the first one because they were kids and they were unknown. But when you throw like, okay, Dwayne Johnson, you have to do your best Danny DeVito impression. Mm -hmm. And that's what you have to do the entire movie. That's awesome. Kevin Hart, you got to do your best Danny Glover impression the entire movie. And that's how it was. And, uh, the Rock doesn't do like a great Danny DeVito, but who can do a great Danny DeVito besides Danny DeVito? Yeah. But Kevin Hart does such a good Danny Glover. <laughs> <laughs> like, it is so good. <laughs> and it's I funny. I feel like Kevin Hart's done SNL once or twice. And did I've, some impressions yeah, his and impressions stuff. and stuff are really good. He was, he was yeah. good. Um, Aquafina's in there. She uh, is a new game character she in drinking? the game. Uh, she's drinking. She's drinking some fluids. Um, uh, Nick Jonas comes back as his character from the first uh, from Welcome to the Jungle. Didn't and, know he was in it. Yeah, he's in it. Cool. Um, and they got another pretty good nod to the original Jumanji in it that I, I enjoyed. Cool. Um, the story was fun. And the original Jumanji, who played the hunter? Uh, Nigel Thornberry. No. <laughs> That was Tim Curry. If they did a live action Nigel or uh, a live action Wild Thornberries, that guy would have been Nigel perfectly Thornberry. cast as Nigel Thornberry. It's gonna give me. No, there you go. There you go. First one. That one. There you go. That's Wikipedia. Yeah, I wanted to find it. it on IMDb. You can get there from IMDb from you Wikipedia. You won't need to. Okay. You won't need to go where we're going when we go there. How does uh, Zathura tie into that? Look at that sequel, Zathura Space Adventure. Is that a tie-in? A spiritual successor. It's same from continuity. the world of Jumanji. Oh, what is Zathura? It's a it's a movie. I never watched it. It makes no references. Oh, okay. Yeah, from the world of Jumanji. Huh. So I guess it's just since it's another game. Yeah, I guess, huh. and then it's meant and to be it's that way. By the, it's same book, same author. I'm getting I'm getting off topic. I want to know who this guy is. Here you go. Here you go. Ah, cast. cast. Okay. Uh, Van Pelt. Uh, Van Pelt. Jonathan Hyde. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know that guy. He's been in things. Yeah, I just, I couldn't place him after I was thinking about it, after, like, thinking of him without white hair and a mustache and shit like that on him. Oh, he's in Titanic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um, Dude, Kirsten Dunst in that movie. Yeah. I know, I'm just kid. joking. Uh, <laughs> no, it was her. <laughs> but, um, I did forget David Allen Greer was in it. Oh, he's the best part <laughs> yeah. of the movie. Um, but yeah, so the movie was really good. If you enjoy it, I love that they set it up for a fourth movie. Uh, right mm-hmm. out of there, they were just like, here's what we're going to do. And uh, Do you want me to spoil it for you? Hey, you can. Uh, a little bit of it? I probably won't remember. You know the, the contents of Jumanji. The game comes to life in the real world. World. Like yes. it, it comes open. Uh, that's what happens at the very tail end of this move. This new movie is that uh, like a stampede of uh, ostriches just like come through the city and like, so and like the video game that's is coming credits. into the real world. Yeah. Like, uh. so I'm hoping that what we get in a fourth movie is like you get like our main cast of like the kids who aren't really kids anymore. So they'll actually get to meet their avatars yes. in person. Like, and you have like a large cast of like all of those people and those people, but you have like the rock playing the rock this time and Kevin Hart playing Kevin Hart. Cause you haven't had, you haven't got to see what these video game characters are supposed to are be supposed to be. Yeah. So I think that'll be a fun way to kind be of cool. If like as video game characters, the rock is just like, Oh no, you know, like just generic <laughs> but they're real, like speak. bad lines. Yeah. 
That'd be really well, funny. Well, because that NPC of, uh, like, their Nigel, I think is his name, the the guy that kind of guides them through their mission in both of the ga- in both of the movies. Uh, Did anybody die in this one? The way that they write it is, like, really good. Uh, no. And the opposite. Somebody lives that would have died. Oh, no. <laughs> is it Jack Black? No. Oh. Is Jack Black alive? Yeah, he's alive. That's good. Yeah, he's still there. God bless Jack Black. Um, I love these movies. Uh, I think they're really good if you don't... I mean, if you're taking Jumanji that seriously, like, then, of course, you're not going to really enjoy the next sure. two. But, like, if you're just like, I'm here for the adventure and it's supposed to be just fun. Like, I don't think I've ever seen the animated show either. That's not bad. Hmm. I like the animation on it. It's, it's pretty good. Cool. It reminds me... I'm sure it's tied in with something else that was around that same time because it's kind of that kind of a little cheapo, like... On off the side, like B B uh, B, B version of B. cartoons. I yeah. don't know. you know what I'm talking about. I know what you mean. You know exactly. Cool. I get exactly. All what right, you mean. music. Music. Uh, I had to listen to a new single from uh, their Dogs Were Astronauts, which is another band I had talked about a little bit before. I don't remember this. Uh, their progressive metal band is just instrumental only. Oh. Uh, very odd timing. Uh, that they do almost kind of like borderline mathcore in a way, mm-hmm. but not like fast at all. It's very, very like kind of groovy a little bit. in a way. I yeah, like it, it'd be kind of like a mathcore if your mathcore was something along the lines of like Tesseract or something like a band mm-hmm. like that in a way. It's got that kind of a smooth groove to it and whatnot. Not as um, groovy as like a Mastodon, like maybe a little bit. No, it, it has more funk to it in a way, like okay. kind of like a like Pliny or some animals as leaders, if you will. Okay. Um, but uh, the new single came out. Uh, it's called Wildfire. It's uh, They have a new album coming out, I think, in next month, maybe. Cool. Um, sometime at the tail end of February. But I've enjoyed them. I, I just kind of discovered them maybe... I want to say three or four months ago, and I brought it up uh, one time on the show, and I've shared it on Facebook a couple of times. Uh, one of the songs that I really like from them, I think it's called Contortionist, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Um, but uh, really, really solid band. If you like kind of weird avant garde, math quarry, uh, where their time signatures sound like they don't match from different bandmates at the same time. Like nice. whenever the song starts, the guitarist is just going like. Uh, going off on maybe four four time standard and then the drummer is playing five four time at the same time the four four times going on so it just kind of sounds like it's falling apart initially but then it just kind of really coalesces and meshes together and it awesome. makes a really good song yeah um, I like it when they can work out the math to where it like they come together like yes. every eighth beat or something like that, and it totally happens that way every time. Perfect, and uh, it, it's it's really solid. Uh, but yeah, that's their dogs were astronauts. Nice. Uh, another band that I discovered was a band called Magic Sword. Okay, uh, very. I feel like I've heard that name before. It's a very synth wave, uh, weird sci-fi. Uh, I, I watched a shot of their, their live show and they kind of make it almost like a story in the way, mm. like uh, following the story and events of quote unquote, the magic sword. Uh, they all come out on stage. They have this massive like magic sword that is in the middle of the stage that they play around and stuff. Whenever they're playing, their they stuff, worship but, the magic sword. Yeah, It's like a very synth wavy, like almost daft punk in a way in, in the way that they kind of go about it. And so cool. they wear like they're dressed in dark clothing. They have like these dark masks on They have like one guy has a solid, blue line that's across it one guy has a solid yellow one solid red and they all uh it's like the ninja turtles 
Yeah, kind of in a way. Uh, but Except I think their, their, their albums are supposed to be semi-concept, even though it's just straight-up synthcore music in a way. Uh, they have an album that came out in 2015 that I listened to called Volume 1. And then since then, they've had a couple of singles and EPs come out over the course of the past few years. Uh, the recent one that just came out this year was a full EP called Awakening. Um, but it's all really cool. Uh, it's very reminiscent of... Uh, uh, trying to think of the other band that was of the genre that I had mentioned before. Uh, fuck. Something. Mega Drive. That's what it's called. Uh, it almost sounds synthwave in a sense of like almost 80s video game music kind of blended in with it. Nice. So if you took like 80s video game music that you would get from like a Contra and shit like that or whatever that's very like mm-hmm. retro-y synthwave and then you just kind of made it like high definition music instead of pixel tunes. You know what I mean? Uh, it's it's that kind of music in a way. But cool. um, I love it. I think it's great. Apart from that, uh, the past week, I don't know why, I've just deep dived back into Muse's library and like a, cool. in a hardcore way because I've, I feel like the albums like Second Law and uh, what's the one that has Uprising on it? Is that Resistance or something like that? Mm, I can't remember what it's called. I, never talk about I don't know, but uh, those albums, I feel like I didn't really listen to them a ton. They, they turn you off a little bit and make you think like, yeah. I don't, I'm not sure about this <laughs> band anymore, but then you go, Oh wait, there's a whole back catalog of like five yeah. albums that I absolutely well, love. When thought contagion, like that album, the simulation theory or whatever came yeah. out, I really, really dug it. And I love the new like eighties ish vibes uh-huh. that kind of came with it and everything. <clears throat> I thought that album front to back was really solid. Um, but for whatever reason, this past week, I've just kind of dived back into the classics, you know, yeah. Listen to Symmetry and uh, and just kind of going all the way up. And uh, I feel like, feel like really bad that I've missed some of the other albums because I was just there's like a lot of tracks on these that are actually really, really good. Yeah. Um, but there's also some that are kind of very hit or miss. There's I feel that way, too, with like uh, with the new album, too. There's a song on on uh, Simulation Theory called Propaganda. Have yeah. you listened to it much? Is that the is that the name of the new one? Simulation Theory is the name of the newest album, yeah. Okay. It came out in the end of 2018. Is it Psycho or something like that? It has Thought thought, thought Contagion on it. It has... uh, Fuck, I can't think of the name of the other single. Is Psycho on it? I thought so. I mean, that's the last one, I thought. I don't know. Drones? Is it called Drones? No, Simulation Theory is the name of the newest album. Well, maybe there was a whole album. There's that another I album called Drones. That's the one that has the controller on it. That's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, no, this there's is one after. since then. Yeah, this simulation theory. Oh, you might uh, want to put Muse on that. Huh? I said you might want to put Muse yeah. on that. <laughs> My bad. That's that's what I'm saying. This one has the uh, the super 80s feel to it and everything. Oh, I thought Drones came out after that. No, this was 2018. Oh, geez, the end of 2018. Drones came out in 15. Yep. Holy cow. What was the other single on this? Where's the fucking track list? Oh, Dig Down. Pressure. Yeah. Dig Down's on it, too. Okay. Thought Contention was the first single, and then Pressure came out, and then yeah, Dig I Down. Yeah, I didn't really listen to a lot of this. Uh, I think I listened to the singles as they came yeah, out. Yeah, Propaganda I, was a weird one. After I first... It gets better in the middle of the song. Because Timbaland to, is a producer on that song. <laughs> yeah, and it starts off like... Propaganda. Oh, God. But whenever it gets into like the actual song itself, it gets like... And it gets like he sings real low, yeah. and it's really cool. <laughs> but yeah, it's a Tupelo's on a track, track eight, get yep. up and fight. Yep, nice. it's a good. Like I said, it's a pretty good album. I might have to check it out. 
I didn't watch. Go I wanted to go that. watch the music videos for it because there's some videos for like the video for Pressure apparently has I think Terry Crews in it, oh, yeah. and it's set in like uh, like Back to the Future, like at, like the old dance kind of a thing. And <laughs> Matthew Bellamy's like wearing the glasses and playing a fat red guitar up on stage, and there's vampires in it too and shit. Did you see the uh, trailer for the movie John Henry with Terry Crews? No. He's like a like like John Henry like the, yeah I think he's named after John Henry like but Ludacris is in it and like Ludacris has like a metal jaw plate like right here on the side and oh. uh, Terry Crews is John Henry and he like goes and uh, like fights people with a big old sledgehammer like John Henry yeah. That sounds cool. Yeah, it, it looks not too bad. Film Falls ex-gang member John Henry, who traded violence for a quieter life in South Los Angeles, meets two immigrant children running from his former gang leader and has to decide whether to revisit his troubled past to help two children better a future. It's like, this is like Black John Wick. Yeah. <laughs> but with a sledgehammer instead of guns. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it looked not too shabby. Yeah. The, uh, I'll I don't know have to watch why Ludacris has a, a metal jawbone, but... Uh, is, I'm, is he like the gang leader? The, I guess yeah, he's, he's the bad the, guy. Yeah, he's the bad guy. He's supposed to, maybe he's supposed to be like a... What's a he's fighting the machine? He's like Jaws because it's John Henry versus the machine is like yeah, maybe. So he's the machine because he's got Again, a metal that jaw. Makes, that makes total sense. But I was just that was like it looks like he's just supposed to be kind of maybe like Jaws the bat the Bond villain the one with uh, the, yeah. uh-huh. the metal teeth and the metal jaw. Yeah, I get yeah. what you're saying for sure. That, that sounds rad. Well, music, music. Um, as of Friday of this week. Halsey's new album, Manic, will drop. Oh, my God. Um, and I'm super excited for it. Um, until then, we got a new single. Dude, my nipples uh, just called, got real hard. Did you see him? <laughs> I Don't did. I saw him pop. <laughs> uh, we got a new single called You Should Be Sad. You should be. You should be sad, uh, but you're not. I am. Is the whole the whole part. A um, little bit poppier version of Halsey. Um, even a little bit of uh, kind of a little got a little bit of a country pop vibe to it. Even um, if I were to say myself, and then I saw the music video, and she's like doing line dancing in a cowgirl hat. Oh, so uh, country pop. So she's kind we're of definitely. There. She's like, that's what this is. So I guess we're just gonna do it. Uh, but it's it's a good. Do you song. think the whole album will be kind of de- derivative of that single, or it'll have like all kinds well, of different flavors all over? This is the fifth single off of it already, and none of the other yeah, none of the other ones have that same vibe. There's a lot of acoustic guitar in this album, though. Like, uh, there's a song called Clementine that's just almost all uh, like piano and acoustic guitar okay. in it and uh really mellow album i think it's it's got some some good vibes to it i'm i'm enjoying um but there's some some pretty uh, heavy tunes on there as well that have some some grit and some bite to them as we've gotten accustomed True to with Halsey. Grit. so uh Super excited for that to drop. Been listening to that a couple of times. Uh, we got a couple other uh, things. Tavlo, uh, which I enjoy her uh-huh. her uh, tunes as well, dropped a, a two song kind of single thing called Bikini Porn. Okay. And uh, Tavlo, I loved her first album was like mm-hmm. magnificent. Um, and then her second album was good. She's put out I think four or five albums now. Um, and the other ones are kind of hit and miss for me. These two songs are back, I think, to that original vibe that I really like. Cool. Um, it's got some original takes to it. Uh, Bikini Porn is the the single, obviously, on it, the name of the song. Uh, but then the second song on it uh, is really good. 
and I cannot remember the name of it. It's got a really long title to it, um, but I, I enjoyed that a lot. Uh, we also got our first song from the Birds of Prey soundtrack. Okay. Um, I didn't hear this. Yeah, it's uh, called Diamonds by uh, Megan the Stallion. And uh, so Diamonds, I first was like, oh, here we go. Here's another. It's, uh, passion and pain taste the same when I'm weak. Yes. Very good song. Sorry. That's I just wanted to make sure no, I got no, no, that up good. Here. That's the Tableau song. Um, so Diamonds, I'm immediately going, okay. Diamonds. Uh, Her name's Ebba. <laughs> there's a there's a, a song called Diamonds. I'm sure it's gonna be like Diamonds Are Forever because gotcha. that's we've played that over and over and over again, and we just lean on it for every song that we put out. Um, and it is. I wasn't wrong. Uh, but I have you listened to the Suicide Squad soundtrack ever? Besides Heathens, no, I've listened to other ones on it. Yeah. So that soundtrack is. Amazing. One might even say that the soundtrack is better than the movie. That song has Megan the Stallion. In Megan it. the Stallion. Yeah. Um, and then what's the other uh, Normandy? Normandy. Normandy. Oh, is that how you say it? Yeah. Uh, and so the two of them together, it's a really good song. Uh, just a really like kind of fast-paced uh, pop rap song. Uh, and I'm super enjoying that. I'm hoping that that's what we get out of this entire Birds of Prey uh, soundtrack because... Even if we get a mediocre movie and another soundtrack like the Suicide Squad soundtrack, I'm going to be pumped about it because uh, that was uh, in heavy rotation for me was that Suicide Squad soundtrack. So if you liked the Suicide Squad soundtrack, go check out Diamonds, uh, the the lead single, I guess you would call it, off of the Birds of Prey soundtrack. And there's been whisperings that maybe Halsey has a song on the Birds of Prey oh, soundtrack. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Um, and then last but not least... Um, Ozzy Osbourne released another single off of his new album. Is this the one album. with Elton John in it? Ordinary Man, yeah, yes. Yeah, I, I listened. This was on TAO earlier. Was it really? Yep. I love this song. It's pretty good. It is so good. Um, him and Elton John singing together is just uh, just a really good... They've got really good voices together. Yeah, you wouldn't think that that would be a pairing that you would want to yeah. have. And I guess the producer that's running this, which is the guy who did... Um, um, uh, post-modern, post Malone's, post-modern, post-modern's, post-modern's last album. Uh, he wrote this song uh, based on Ozzy talking about his love for the Beatles. Like Ozzy loves the Beatles, yeah. and so like he wrote this as a Beatles-esque kind of tribute song. And there's and the, the story was like. Well, who plays piano? Well, let's call Elton and see if he can do it. And uh, Slash does a solo on this song. That's Slash's solo on there. And uh, there's something about, you know, with the last couple albums that Johnny Cash put out, the, you know, the last albums like Merle Haggard put out, like the, the David Bowie's last album, there's something kind of haunting about the last songs that a, someone will sing. And this song, I think, portrays that yeah. a lot. It's and the message of I don't. That's it's meant weird that you mentioned it too, because also with Muse, and I didn't mention it. I listened to a lot of Bowie. Yeah, and uh, the entire Black Star album is really good front yeah. to back. But uh, and I don't know if people would really listen to it too much or whatever. But whenever Black Star, a uh, year after it came out. Not a year after it come out. It was just shortly after it come out. They were doing the stage play for Lazarus on yeah. Broadway for the Bowie, like the Bowie play. Yeah, I think he got to see two showings of it before he passed. Okay, and uh, it was Michael C. Hall played like the main character, like like whatever David Bowie's character was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and he sung majority of the songs that were on there, including like Lazarus, which was like one of the singles from Black Star. Mm-hmm. That song's fucking awesome and yeah. haunting. Uh, but a lot of other songs and stuff on there. If anybody hasn't listened to the, La- I think the actual play is called Lazarus. Okay, um, but it's basically loosely bla- based on the entirety of the Black Star album because that one's supposed to be like a concept yeah. album. But that whole album, front to back, and the entire like Michael C. Hall singing and basically pretending to be Bowie okay. is like one of the coolest fucking things that you'll Do ever hear. they have like a, like a, a, a they have the production, the Broadway album. production of That's it. That's cool. Yeah. I'll check that yeah, out. It's really, really good. And that. like I said, like listening to Michael C. Hall doing his like best Bowie, you would swear that younger Bowie was there in front wow. of you. Like it's so fucking good. Cool. And it is awesome. It makes me wish that I could have been able to see it. They only did it on Broadway oh, and okay. it was a limited run. They did it for like 30 days or something like hmm. that. And it wow. was done. Jesus. Um, but yeah, they had it. I, I thought about buying the vinyl of it because I like it that much. But it was like, I think it's like eighty bucks for wow. like basically like, like, like a four discs or yeah. something. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's it's super solid. Sorry, I'm mean, no, off no, on no, tangent of it, but it's it's really good stuff. You can you can just hear in Ozzy's voice like, and there's pictures. There's like I saw a picture of him like recording, and he's like sitting in a chair like singing into the mic yeah. and everything. Like then you can tell like. Unfortunately, like this is probably his, it was ten years between the last one and this one. Yeah, this and he wasn't even planning on doing this one. This yeah. is these are the last recordings of like a, like actual yeah. studio recordings. Retiring and potentially this. passing away, kind I, of a he, thing. Yeah, it's not. He's not retiring. Like yeah. he will die on stage. Like yeah. he will, and just like the rest of them. I mean, they they've all all of these like these musicians they go until they can't like there's no retiring yeah. um with it but just hearing the words and like the i i never want to want to die an ordinary man like there's the, the whole concept behind that song is just heavy yeah of like this was all for that and uh it's kind of it's cool though i mean as as a musician it's kind of like yeah like that's what that's there for like that's exactly right and uh, so hearing that's it's it's sunk in pretty deep for me, uh, but I've, I've listened to it over and over again and liking Elton John so much. And then I mean, I'm, I don't I've always liked Ozzy, but like I've never been like, ooh new Ozzy album and like go and listen to everything. But I've really held on to this album a lot and like listening to everything as it's coming out. And uh, this song specifically has been a, is a pretty heavy one. Yeah. I like it a lot. It's awesome. Good, good music. Good music. Yes, indeed. Uh, and the comics. The comics. Uh, I have read uh, two more volumes of The Witcher now. Volume three, which is Curse of Crows, and volume four, which is Of Flesh and Flame. Ooh. And uh, it's continually still being like very, very good. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's more of what I said like the last time. It's, yeah. it's almost like you're doing these small little side stories of Geralt's mm-hmm. adventures. And I really like that, like the way that you can kind of consume this and how it's, how it's kind of come about. Definitely. Um, these like nice, neat, like, hey, read six issues and you're done with the story. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's it. And this one, uh, I think it was volume three. No, it was, vo- it was volume four story, the, uh, the flesh and flame one. Uh, no, no, no. It was the crow one. I'm sorry. Uh, it adds in some more con- uh, continuity to other characters from uh, from the show and from the games and stuff like that that I knew of. That I didn't know what was going to happen with him like, oh. further down the line. And it's really cool seeing like kind of more of those stories that kind of of these characters unfolding because yeah. it's kind of like 
as these uh, different side stories progress, it's not like Geralt travels with the same person every single time kind of a thing. So it's kind of like you're dropping in side characters and heroes from these universes that you kind of don't know. Like in this one, you have Dandelion, who's like a loot, like a loot playing muse type a person. Fucking loot. Uh, what are they called? Bards. He's like a bard that he's like really good friends with that kind of goes on adventures with him from time to time. Does he leave maidens moist and wanting? He sure does. Yeah. Yeah, for, for sure. Like that, that's like the thing that happens. That's what bards do. They do. Um, and he, uh, he, uh, he's in volume four, uh, with him, like majority of the entire time. And just like in volume three, you finally get to see, uh, Yennefer and uh, Siri in in Yennefer, yeah, Yennefer, she's awesome, and Siri in that story as well. Siri, um, Siri, hey Siri, not her. No, she doesn't want to help you. Go away, go away, please, Siri. Nobody wants you here. I I hate you. Somebody else corrected and was like, "Why are you calling it Siri?" And I was like, "She answers." <laughs> It probably thinks that you're a person with some weird fucking foreign <laughs> accent on there. <laughs> I love that it's all still just keep going. It's, it's a massive paragraph now on 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 the actual like Siri text block that thinks that we're talking about it still. That's awesome. Um, well, she. I want to know what she's gonna say now. Yes. I'm gonna wait. Blake. Blake. <laughs> 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 oh, just have to be quiet for a second. There we go. It ended Here we go. She's on it. Oh, God. She's thinking I'm about sorry. it. I missed that. <laughs> ah, <laughs> damn I'm it. sorry. I missed that. Could, Could you, you say, say it, it again, again please? Oh. <laughs> sure. I like this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then the uh, I mentioned in the last episode yeah. uh, that I have finished up Lock and Key Volume Five, which was Clockworks, and Volume Six, which was Alpha and Omega. Yes. And uh, so I don't really want to say too much about it because I know don't you, you probably want to experience yeah, it yourself. Yeah, I think I'm gonna head into it pretty soon. Honestly, it's been a really good ride. Uh, the story wrapped up really well. Uh, I didn't see some of the stuff coming that was kind of coming. I mean, it did. <laughs> But at the same time, like certain things that happen to characters and like kind of the the weird turn that it takes going toward like this is the end game. This is what it's all been leading up to. What is what so is, it does have an end. What has like Dodge been leading toward? Like what is where is this going and stuff? Oh yeah, it's a def, it's a definitive end. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, it's a it's this is the uh, volumes uh, Alpha and Omega is the bookend to your story. Nice. Yeah. So the, there's certain things happen to certain characters and you're like your your pins in the fucking well Keys locking. the key has been locked nice yeah um cool and it's been it was a really fun solid ride like i said i don't want to say too much because i know you want to get into yeah. it and i know the series is about to start on netflix mm-hmm. uh it'll be from this point in the like following week, week yeah. next week yeah so uh yeah Awesome. I'm digging it. What have you been reading? I, uh, I've been on some homework lately. Uh, so I, I think after I finish said homework, lock and key might be my next kind of journey. But while I've been organizing my comic book collection, I've been uh, reading some physical comics again. What? I've been like Digital Boy for a while. And I realized there are most of the I'm things in my read to read list start like I haven't picked up comics from like 2017 or in my to read. Like I've been buying the monthly issues of books for wicked and divine deadly class and walking dead that have been coming out monthly since 2017. I hadn't, hadn't read them. 
Wow. We're in 2020 now. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm playing catch up now, uh, now that I'm getting everything organized. Um, I've been reading some Walking Dead. I'm not going to talk about Walking Dead until I finish the whole series. I'm like um, so far behind on other shit that I just read the trades. I can't imagine reading issues now. You know what I mean? I love it. There's something special about it. Because whenever it comes to like Oblivion it. Song and stuff, I've just been waiting for the fucking trades. There's something special about reading the Oh, yeah. The there, there totally is. I'm yeah. just saying like that's 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 yeah. on me. <laughs> I love it. Um, but I'll, I'll talk about Walking Dead once I finish it. Um, I finished up the the uh, Rocco's Modern Afterlife miniseries this forget, past week. I forget The Walking Dead's done done now. Yeah, um, uh, Rocco's Modern Afterlife yeah. was a, a wonderful little four issue trip down uh, nice. a little um, zombie apocalypse that doesn't actually end up being a zombie apocalypse. It's just that everyone is uh, is taken over by haters on their phone. Does this was this technically before or after Static Cling? I think it's just its own little standalone thing. You know what I mean, though? It could Is be, it before the time jump or after the time jump? Well, everybody has cell phones, so it has to be... After the time jump. It has jump. to be after yeah, time cool. jump. Yeah, technically, it's after static <laughs> It's There's a time gap now. It's BSC or ASC. <laughs> it's, it's, Do you think we'll ever get comics of like some of the shit that happens while like they're in space? Yeah. I mean, it might be boring because we don't have the three main characters. But they're like, the adventures of Ralph. You know what I mean? Because like, there's a period of time where whenever like him and Ed and Bev, like they're all like okay together and shit before he leaves again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, or something of that effect. You're like something random. You're like the, the, maybe the adventures of the hippo lady. I would say no. How dare you? I would say that we're not going to get any of that. Um, but yeah, I, I thought that was, uh, it was perfect. Cause it was like, you're perfect. Essentially it all comes down to, there's a bunch of bitchers on the internet and there's people like, uh, I, it's called butt feed, I think, on there instead of BuzzFeed. Butt feed? I, yeah, I think that's what it is. I can't remember what it is. But uh, it's essentially just putting out, like, uh, just this false isn't, articles. This isn't Comixology Unlimited, right? No. Not uh, no, this is physical. This is uh, old school. Reading paper, man. When did it come out? Reading uh, floppies, as they call them. Uh, end of last year, I think. Okay. Or middle of last year. You call them floppies? Floppies. That's what they're called. That's what you call a comic? Yeah, that's what I don't call them that, but that's like the term for them. Really? Yeah, absolutely. It has a copyright date of 2020. Is uh, it like, a, like the last issue came out in 2020? No, or? not at all. Oh, I wonder why. Not at all. Uh, yeah, February 19th was probably the first issue. Maybe the trade came out in 2020. I don't know. Yeah, there's a full. There you go. Full yeah, paper January trade. 14th. It just came out. Oh, wow. Just happened yesterday. Well, maybe I get the paperback trade then. <laughs> there you go. It's fun. Uh, I liked it. It was it was a good kind of little adventure. Like I said, not long, four issues, and uh, and it's just all about. I love that Rocco is like anti new technology and all of this, and uh, turns out that you turn to a zombie when you use your phone. Uh, I also did. I said I had some homework. There's two things that I'm in the middle of homework homework for. One of them is that uh, I had to read Star Wars. Uh, Comixology was like, read five Star Wars trades and we'll give you $5. So I was like, I'll do that. Um, so I did that. So I read a bunch yeah. of Star Wars stuff. And then also I'm in the middle of still reading all the Oz stuff because I've got Marvel Unlimited for like the next month. And then, so I got to finish all the Oz stuff. I remember when I had that and then you told me, don't be stupid and get Comixology Unlimited because a lot of it's on here. Yeah, but Oz isn't. I know it's not. And I needed to get it <laughs> now I'm for a, a little bit. Panda. 
You can always bounce back and forth. I need to. You can do the bounce. I gotta think of what all is on. Marvel, does the Marvel stuff have a lot of other Star Wars stuff on it too still? Oh, it's got all the old stuff. Okay. And maybe I'll do that because uh, there's a lot of other older uh, Star Wars stuff that I've been wanting to read that I probably need to, I could get access to. I don't know if there's anything that they don't have on there as far as Star Wars. They They have the... Oh yeah, never mind. I was getting ready to answer my own question. Never cool. mind. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. So I read. No, no, no. You're fine. I read. Uh, I'm just going to talk about a couple of them. Uh, I read the first. I read floppies again. More floppies. Uh, the first new Star Wars episode, Star Wars issue one, because uh, they start with a new number one in January. Yep. Uh, and starts picks up right after Empire. Yep. Um, and it is pretty good. Cool. Highly recommend it. Don't know where it's going quite yet. I'm going to have a feeling to know where it's at because it's Return of the Jedi. Sure. But uh, <laughs> it's a lot of Is like, this like what we talked about before? Are we trying to find another base now? Um, well, I don't know exactly where they're headed yet, but Luke is definitely dealing with the fact that he uh, just figured out um, that his dad is Darth Vader. He's got a wainer. Um, and he's kind of in shock like they're in like the, 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 um, the Falcon. Like they just like it's like they he just doesn't have his up. hand. Yeah, he doesn't. Ha- he just <laughs> lost his hand. I just found out that his dad's freshly cauterized yes. wound. <laughs> and uh, and they actually give you a little bit more graphic than I thought they would of like his hand flying in the air and going down the shaft. Like <laughs> cool. So um, that was kind of cool. Uh, you know what I wish we, we now that we know what's going on. I hope we get like a, a Palpatine series like a mini series or if they at least dive pretty deep into palpatine maybe in this yeah like you in, know, like actually showcasing like like I, I meant like after he gets thrown down the chute oh yeah see what happens to him that'd be cool like seeing like how he actually gets to the life support how he gets to exegol and well, stuff they had, like that uh, so there's i think they did three years of what happens in star wars between a new hope and empire yeah and so now they're, I'm guessing Between they're probably going to do about two. three years of this. Yeah. And then they're going to do three years of After Return of the Jedi. Or yeah. they could do way more than that of After Return yeah. of the Jedi. But I'm guessing we're going to have about three years of this before they reboot again to a new number one. Yeah. Um, I Even also, just is like, I, I like the idea of just visiting young Palpatine too, like seeing like younger yeah. Senator Palpatine, like even like, no, like, you know, he's the Sith Lord. He's your Sith Lord. You all know and love. Well, and, like, and then just seeing him kind of like behind the scenes, like being a shitty happened. dad. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Just, or like, like even like episode one Palpatine, like whenever he's first starting to formulate this plan of everything yeah. and seeing him like kind of behind the scenes being like, I'm going to start forming the Republic. I'm siding, you know, getting on the side. Well, with this seeing guy. him like what made him take Law on order course on what made him take no, don't do that. <laughs> what made him take on the form of Darth Sidious yeah. and how that came about and yeah. how long that has been going be like, on that, before I, that. that had to have been pre all of that. I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? Like leading up to him killing, uh, Tyrannus. Yeah. And you know, him, that, whole, like, that, that story, how it unfolds yeah. and then leading into where we're at. I yeah. think that'd be kind of, there's interesting. a lot of, there's a lot of Palpatine to do. Even if it was, I mean, yes, I would appreciate it if it was a comic because I love reading comics and I love the visual aspect of it. But even if it was just a full on book, I would read that. That would be really interesting. I'd read that. They may, there may, is there a book about, I think there's a book about Palpatine. Already. I don't know. I think I, there if is. there is, I might need to check that. It may, it may be classic now. It might be the only thing. But I think there is a Palpatine book, because that's where you find out his name is Sheev, is oh, in the Palpatine okay. book, Yeah, if I remember right. Um, but, so, 
outside of that, Empire Ascendant was another thing that came out, and it was kind of a preview of everything that was coming, all the new number one. So you got a, a preview. Um, There's a Plagueis novel that leads into him getting Palpatine as his apprentice and shit. There you go. Um, so Empire Ascendant is a uh, kind of lead into the new four number one. So there was a little bit of a mini story about actually Poe's parents uh, leading into Star Wars issue one uh, for that storyline. Cause Poe's parents were in the, were part of the rebel Alliance yeah. before. Cause there was even a shattered empire, I think was the name of the, the four issue story arc. It's like Poe has always been part of the rebel. Alliance, yeah. Seemingly until he ran spice for a bit. Yeah. I guess evidently. Um, and then there was a, a kind of prequel or like a issue zero almost for, uh, the bounty hunters uh, storyline where that's going to cool. go. Um, the Darth, new Darth Vader storyline where that's going to go because that's going to pick up with him after Empire as well. Yeah. And he's dealing with the fact that he just met his son and cut off his hand. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then uh, the new Doctor Aphra number one. So the, that's where Empire Ascendant is just kind of a. I need to uh, go and read Doctor Aphra. I've never read any of it, and I've seen that they had some on Unlimited. It. Yeah. It seems like a cool story. Aphra's a cool story. Uh, I don't uh, just another aside on this Plagueis he kind of almost looks a little uh Snoky Snoky mm-hmm. I wonder if that's what he like kind of modeled like the clone to look like like Might if be. you know what I mean like it was meant to look like his old master could be in a way could be huh. um and then last but not least I read the uh, Force Awakens, uh, Last Jedi, and Rogue One comic Jesus. book adaptations. <laughs> um, and I have to tell you, because you've got unlimited, read these. Okay. Um, they, you said like the one has so much insight. for. They have like every deleted scene you would have wanted yeah. in the cohesive story of everything. So like. Did it make it, The Last Jedi better It makes you? The Last Jedi way better. That's cool. It makes Rogue One way easier to understand. Oh, cool. Because Rogue One's kind of like a war drama. Like, yeah. I mean, there's still Star Wars, but it's a lot of politic talk mm-hmm. and a lot of planning. And if you're not paying attention to everything, then it seems like, I don't know what exactly happened there, but I'm moving on to the next scene already. That kind of puts it all in in a good order, I, th- I feel like. Um, so those comic book adaptations are gold. If you like really enjoy those, but you want a little bit more, it fills it in. Like Last Jedi, yeah. Last Jedi, there's so much Luke internal monologue that you're like, oh, this is what I was missing yeah, from this sounds, character. That sounds interesting to me. And... I can't remember. It was Rogue One. There's a forward at the beginning of Rogue One that was like, because um, who who was the director and writer who wrote wrote that? That was um, what was his name? It's a very Irish. I don't know. I didn't see it. Um, whoever <laughs> wrote and directed that, it's a he's got a, kind of an Irishy name. Um, but there was a forward from the guy who wrote the comic that uh, Gareth. Gareth Edwards. Yep, Gareth Edwards. It was like, thanks, Gareth, for sharing the actual script for Rogue One. I was able to uh, convert a lot of it into the story and everything. So you get to see a lot of stuff that they cut out. And I imagine that's what they did with Last Jedi. It's what they did with Force Awakens. And it's awesome. That was the last thing he did. It's been four years. He's in movie jail. I guess. I mean, he did Godzilla before that, which was an okay Godzilla movie. But, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm surprised he didn't get more work. Mm -hmm. 
But uh, but yeah, so but, uh, highly recommend it. Can't wait for the Rise of Skywalker one because that was a lot of what you were talking about. Yeah. You needed to see that ship cross the ocean. Yeah. Uh, so maybe you'll get a little sell of that, of them getting in the boat. And maybe um, that'll make you feel like that'll validate it a little bit more whenever you see that cell and it actually has like some meaningful dialogue in it. <laughs> I doubt it. Yeah, They're like, hey, we're both, we're both orphans. Yeah, um, isn't that cool? Let's, let's talk about it together. I mean, hopefully, we'll maybe we'll even see like something like the little nod that uh, Lando does have a daughter that he's he lost. Yeah. Like maybe we'll see that in there. Those kinds of cuts. So highly recommend it. I, it seems silly. Comic book adaptations aren't usually like my go-to of movies, but like in those, they're definitely worth your while. Um, I'm gonna do something that we haven't done in a minute. I'm gonna go ahead and give myself some palms. I have a couple things Whoa. that I want to check out that I want to do. Uh, namely, I want to watch Rogue One, so I'm going to go ahead and give myself that because there's really cool. no excuse to. And I, I've been wanting to watch it for forever, but I, I want to do it. I want Me and Mandy have been wanting to watch it together, and it's just been hard for us to get time to actually do that together. Don't watch it in one sitting. No, we'll watch it in one sitting. I can't, like, I can't not do a movie and watch that. I, I really? have to do it in one sitting. I can't do that. That's, I'm halfway through yesterday right now, which is a really good movie, by the way, but I haven't finished it. Yeah, so I, I can't do that. I need to but see But you watch a, 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 a half a season of a show, and you'll revisit it? Yeah, that's different. It's a television show, and I can. it comes in segments. It's, it's episodic. It's not one movie. That's why I want to make the app that breaks up movies into episodes. That's horrible. And we call it episodically, and it just takes a movie, and it, it breaks it into 30 segments. I will say segments. it will work for people like you, but for me, if it's a movie and it's one cohesive thought, then I need to just do that's it. That's what a TV series, a season is. It is it's a whole a cohesive season, but thought. It's, it's already episodic, though. They literally broke the, like... The unfortunate events, Lemony Snicket, was a book in two episodes. They broke it in half, and he took it that way. Yeah. You Dude. ate it. I'm not. Yeah, I can't. You will eat it. I can't pause a movie in the middle of a movie. It's just a thing. It's a, it's a thing with me. You will. You'll be able to. No. Trust me. The more that you miss out on movies because you don't, you refuse to pause them in the middle, you'll start to pause them in the middle. Nah. You'll do it. We'll see. Rogue One. Okay. I'm with you. Uh, Rogue One. And then uh, there's a couple of games that I've been wanting to check out that I'd seen on the top of uh, some other people's lists and stuff. Um, one is called Hyperspace Outlaw. And it is basically <laughs> the guy that you play as is a GeoCities police officer. Like, like the you, website? Like, you remember GeoCities when you can make your own shitty web pages at the end of the 90s, early yeah, 2000s? Like, yeah. So, uh, it's it's basically he's like a cop for GeoCities pages. That's what you play as. And, it, like, your your whole interface is, is set up like an early 2000s computer. And uh, it just looks like it just would be charming. A lot of the music's written by, like, a, a, a guy that writes uh, comedy music on uh, YouTube called Hot Dad. Okay, and uh, and it just seems like it might be a fun, funny little indie experience. Nice. And then there's another one that's been on the top of everybody's list that came out this uh, past year that I've not checked out at all called The Outer Wilds. Not on my list. And uh, it's a uh, PC and Is that Xbox. The one that's kind of slanted logo. I think maybe a slight slant to it. Maybe the big O. I don't think so. Big W. I don't think so. Maybe different. Uh, it might be different. Maybe different game. Though, maybe Outer Worlds. You're thinking. Of. Is that a game? That is a game. That's I played Outer Worlds. That's why I've not played of. Outer Wilds. It's it's the same thing. It is not. It's just with more deer. Uh, this one is an inner space. Uh, 
inner space travel Erotica. type of a game and it is on an indefinite time loop so there's like you have 22 minutes to do specific things in the game oh i've heard you talk about this and then yeah. it resets you were talking about it not too long ago Maybe. I, I might have talked to you about it in person. I don't remember talking about, about it on the show. show. We did? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it, it yeah, sets it. on a 22-minute loop, and it's basically because like the universe is collapsing. So you have to learn ending. what you did, and then yeah, yeah. And I want to check that out. Um, it's on uh, Game Pass, so I can check that one out. The other one's only on, on Steam. I and think it's maybe one of your honorable mentions in your top for games when we were, you were talking about like we were talking about games and uh, things that we wanted to see yeah. that came out yeah. this past year that was I heard years. about it but then after I listened to like Giant Bombcast and uh, a few other different podcasts that I listened mm-hmm. to uh, those guys are from like GameSpot and stuff they were all making it like their number one and I was just like man I must Dang. need to really Missing check out. this fucking thing out because I don't know what anything about it but right, cool. yeah I want to check those out and I wanted to make it a point because I'm going to hold myself responsible for you it this time that. <laughs> I think I'm going to finally finish Walking Dead before we talk um, I've been reading about an issue a night, uh, and so I think I've got about 10, maybe 11 issues to finish up. Nice. So by the time we get back together, if I keep up that pace, should be able to finish that and, and talk about the world of Rick Grimes. I hope Carl's alive. I think uh, one of them dies, at least. <gasps> oh, God. Yeah. Suspense. <laughs> Who is it? Who is Who, who will die? Who done it? Who will die in New Zealand? Oh, man. I'm feeling it.
been an IFNZ production.